Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. This is Fred Vogel from Toe Tag, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. And welcome to Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your death is a funny thing, but nobody's laughing podcasters, John. I'm your other half, Matt. And we are joined by the man with the best hair in the underground. The man who's literally hot. <laughs> Mr. Stephen Grishchuk. Box Creep Films. How's it going, sir? Dude, that was an introduction. Holy cow. <laughs> I'm supposed to look like... to that? Are you for real right now? <laughs> When you said when you said you were going to do a burn, the thing I was most worried about was your hair. Oh, dude, my girlfriend was for sure. Trust me. <laughs> she was like, I don't know if we can do this if your hair is gone. <laughs> As a balding thirty-four man, forty-year, forty thirty-four-year-old man, I was very concerned for hair. <laughs> As a thirty-year-old man, I was concerned about my hair too. So, but all is well that ends well. We did about six or seven like full body burns and then we did individual burns on the arms and stuff like that so all in all i was on fire probably eight nine times fuck like i said yeah. the hottest man in the underground <laughs> <laughs> that comment was fire my man <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on to talk about movies i'd never seen i'd heard of but never seen until you suggested them the gore trilogy Mm. They're fun. I like them. <laughs> podcast oh, right. podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but before well, we do the gore trilogy, on, I appreciate the oh. chance to come on here and talk about these movies. Thank you. Hell yeah! But before we talk about the movies, there's something we always do. Questions, comments, concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. You can wait to the week of the episode. We are a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, we'll post a lovely image with the dancing skeletons, and you can ask in the comment section below. Now, right. I, I just want to say to mm-hmm. preface here, I <laughs> normally do not look at the comments before an episode. Mm. So I want to go into it with, as you know, you know, w- w- without any knowledge of what anyone has said. I got a glimpse of it setting every- everything up for <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. 
<laughs> we have a guest. <laughs> there are children listening. For God's sake. Hopefully not. So seriously apologize. <laughs> it's the internet, boys. We all know we were looking at this kind of stuff when we were kids. I mean, come on. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Know. It's funny because as an adult, you're like, no, no, no. But at 15, I was like, yeah, I'm watching Cannibal Holocaust. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I was like, four, like 14, like 13, 14, watching Horror's Ball talk about uh, fucking box ball. Gone <laughs> 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 ball torture. Just twisting. <laughs> Just twisting the ball. <laughs> yeah, you know, normal 14 year old stuff. Sure, that hasn't shaped my sense of humor at all. So first up here we have Artie from Not of the Bloody Tapes. Artie. Go hit Artie, go hit Artie up for a fanzine. It's fantastic. Not very expensive. I think it's what five. It's like five bucks, something, something yeah. like that. And, and also, it. he's also consistent, unlike me. <laughs> well, it's not too hard to do. Dude, you threw yourself under the bus right now. I was going to go this whole episode and not mention <laughs> you've already gone there. Let's go, Matt. Get on the ball, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it's like it's like a, a chef with like hundred things on the fucking in the stove, and you don't know what to fucking do. It's like, oh god. We just Artie, all love the first one. So sorry. Go ahead. Question. No, you're good. Artie <laughs> says, "Hey guys, I was wondering if you've been able to check out the copy of the latest zine I sent. I did send one, I think. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, yes, it was and very good. Yes." So I was wondering what you think of Ben Wheatley directing the Meg 2. He did Kill List in a field in England. I think it's weird, but really cool that a director like him can get a big budget movie like Meg 2. That's his first question. I had no clue Ben Wheatley directed Meg 2 until I think Herschel brought it up. I did not. He didn't even tell me Ben Wheatley did the Meg 2. <laughs> I just now found out he, he did the Meg 2. What the fuck? That's wild. I mean... Do we really need a Meg 2? I think is a better question, but... <laughs> I mean, that is true. <laughs> but maybe. I mean, the Meg 1 had the trailer that made me laugh the hardest in the theater. Oh, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb, though. I love, like, bad shark movies and stuff, so I'll probably go see it anyway. Yeah. I, I, I wonder like... who watched a field in England was like, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, like, or Kill List. <laughs> or Sidesters. Yeah, it's cool when people get, like, opportunities to do something with, like, a huge production behind it, you know? I mean, that would be like getting, getting fucking, uh, what's that, the guy who did uh, The Witch to do the next Saw movie. <laughs> it's like, that doesn't really work, but all right. <laughs> He goes on. I first I saw I saw the first season of The Last of Us, and it was pretty good. But to me, it was a split of Walking Dead and The Road, but not as bleak and disturbing as either, especially The Road. Also saw season three of Ash vs. the Evil Dead, and it was sick and gory as hell. I was wondering if either of you had seen them or have any interest in viewing them, or if you watch any shows. I'll be honest, I don't watch shows at all. <laughs> yeah, if I'm being brutally honest, I haven't watched a show since like Ed, Ed, and Eddie when I was a kid. <laughs> I watched reruns of SpongeBob. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I can't think of anything I've watched like that. I just don't have the time to invest in a show. Yeah, yeah. This man, just let the guy get the girl. Let the good guys win, bad guys lose. Let's all go home happy, or just kill all the good guys and get it over with. Yeah. 
Yeah, just that's like, kind of where I sit on that too. <laughs> like, it's so easier. It's so much easier just to watch a movie it than is. it is to watch a show. I, I used to be able to watch like all kinds of shit, but like the older you get, so like I ain't got time to sit down and watch fucking five seasons of this show. I got a, <laughs> I got a job I got to go to. <laughs> I hear people say things like, "Oh, you can binge watch it in like fourteen hours." I'm like, fourteen hours? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, you know, how many movies Dude, I got to watch in fourteen hours? <laughs> I can't even count to fourteen. Like, allowed <laughs> to get so far away. <laughs> Already goes on to say, I saw Catsick Blues and I liked it and Ooh. thought it was great. Do you have <laughs> do you have the store Big Lots in your town? I checked the Big Lots near me and I found the film uh, Takashi Miike's First Love. I couldn't believe it. That's a hell of a find out of Big Lots. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. I haven't been to a Big Lots for a long time and it makes me want to go back. We have a Big Lots. It used to actually be pretty damn good uh, for movies at one point. Yeah. Like I got a lot of shit there, like scanners and Big Trouble Little China. Like like when I first started collecting shit, I got a lot of stuff from Big Lots. <laughs> Dang, I've been missing out. I need to go to Big Lots. I think the last time we went to Big Lots was like during an October to go look at the Halloween stuff, mm-hmm. and they didn't have anything in our area. They had Christmas trees up. <laughs> I was so oh. fucking mad. <laughs> yeah, that's Oof. terrible. That is so that is so terrible. It's like damn, one holiday at a time, people. Yeah. Um, dude, anytime I see a fucking Christmas tree before, like, at least, be- like, give us, at least let's have Halloween and Thanksgiving first, or I'll beat that fat fucking bearded motherfucker to death of the Christmas Whoa. tree. Whoa. <laughs> Look, fuck Santa Claus. <laughs> give me Halloween first. Dude, somebody's been put on the naughty list. Jesus Christ. <laughs> give me my call, you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's Christmas uh, cruelty up in here. Chris, oh god! <laughs> I want to see that. That looked great. I have the DVD. I just haven't even opened it. Yet. It's nasty. Dude, it's this fucked. Stuff, it's going yeah. down. It looked great. It's mean. Uh, I was actually pretty impressed with how fucked up it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Going Takashi Miike films over there at Big Lots. I'm going. Dude. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Do you scour your local dollar stores for movies and have found anything lately? I have a friend that lives in another state, and he says his Walmart has been carrying a lot of good movies. Does your Walmart carry good movies? Uh, hmm. Not really. I, Our Walmart don't carry shit. Well, I mean, it occasionally has some like really cool stuff, but it's like, usually for me, it's just like nostalgia stuff. It's like, oh, it's got this shit show I watched as a kid on like, you know, a box set thing that kind of looks cool. Mm. But it's like, it's like, oh, a hundred dollars and fucking eat shit. <laughs> Our Walmart does okay sometimes. I check it out. Uh, I got Psycho Goreman not long ago. Yeah. From there, I also at a dollar store. I got Compliance. Oh shit! <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Trust me, did not expect to see that there. But that's a great film. Um, it is a great film. And then at a thrift store. I got for a dollar one time completely unopened Septic Man. That's fucking sick. That's crazy. So, so a couple little gems, I suppose. Well, I think the uh, last thing I got from a dollar, like I work at a Dollar General, probably shouldn't say that, but I did. Oops. <laughs> Is a uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> yeah, the movie from the nineties. <laughs> no one tweets their own people like Casper. <laughs> I hadn't watched it in years, and I saw it, and I was like, "Man, I watched that in theaters as a kid. I'm gonna buy it and watch this Halloween." I didn't do it, but no, I did it, buy it. <laughs> it. It sat on the shelf. 
you like almost wanted nostalgia to slap you across the face and decided no i'm good yeah <laughs> yeah after last... double dragon it's been Ooh. i've been afraid to go back to my childhood movies <laughs> double dragon oh god that sucked. Artie goes on, uh, buh, buh, buh. my friend asked me, what are some bands that I really want to see that I've not seen before? I couldn't think of any, but I recently found out, and I'm going to butcher this. Oh. Operbrium? O-P-P-R-O-B-R-I-U-M. Matt? I'm not in there with, with, with you to help with that, John. <laughs> I, I spelled it for you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll spell it again. Previously called Incubus. Does that help? Is playing yeah. in Laredo and Mortuary from oh they're from Mexico. Oh, it's playing here in uh, or Mortuary from Mexico is playing here in San Antonio. I'm super stoked to see them. Sodom is playing Hell's Hero in Dallas also. So what are some bands you haven't seen that are big on your list to see live? Finally, I asked my friend if CGI Blood bothered him, and he said no. In fact, he likes it better than Practical Blood. Oh. <laughs> I think CGI Blood looks pretty good now, and it doesn't bother me as much anymore. What is your opinion? Till next time, Artie. Look, man, Artie, I love you, but your friend's got to be put down. <laughs> 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 no, I can't stand fucking CGI Blood, especially when it hits the fucking camera. That's what I was going to say. I was like, it all depends on how it's used. Like, it's okay if it's used minimally to like just fill in a little something, but like when it's like a huge blood blur burst or if it's on the camera, it looks like shit always. <laughs> yeah, I can, I appreciate the question and uh, I can get that opinion because sometimes production just got to use fake blood, I suppose. I don't know for practicality reasons or what they have available or like a set can't be destroyed or whatever it be, you know, but I think practical just looks a lot better. It just flows and drips, and there's no artist going, I'm trying to emulate this perfect movement. It just does move. Yeah. So, I definitely err in the uh, practical effects camp myself. But that's also coming from a guy who can't do CGI blood, so. Mm. <laughs> I can't do CGI shit, so. <laughs> Trust me, me neither. I think it also ma- uh, matters on your budget, too. Like, when, yeah. if, if it's a, ma- a big Hollywood movie, you're probably not going to notice it very much. But in, like, a really, really low-budget movie, when that's all they're using, immediately takes me out of the movie. Because it just looks like they got one like one animation, and they just slap it on everything. <laughs> it's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Copy and yeah. paste, like, mm-hmm. throw slices and stuff. It's like, yeah. Yep. There was a movie we watched not too long ago, John, that did that, and we were both like, "Fuck!" <laughs> oh God, I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't even remember. A lot of a lot of bad shark movies will do stuff like that, where they like bite someone in half, and then they'll just mm. like just that clip for like a dozen characters. Yeah. Yep. It's like I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but maybe that guy should get a different job. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, what about bands that you've never seen live that you really, really want to see live? That's a good question. I'm going with Jonathan Doe. Uh, in like two weeks, we're going to go see the band Fulci. Oh, that's a good what one. What the fuck? I didn't even know they were touring in the States. What the fuck? Yeah, they're going on tour with uh, Oxygen Destroyer, which they're another really great band. I don't know if you guys know them. But I have not heard of them. It's going to be heavy. It's going to be a great show. I want to like I want to see fucking cattle decapitation so bad. Yeah, cattle. Pig destroyer. Oh yeah. Cattle is one. It's so bad, dude. 
I live in Southern California. I'm like 30 minutes from Travis Ryan's house, and I've <laughs> never seen cattle decapitation. Oh, terrible. There's no excuses for that. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll, they'll be back there shortly, I guarantee it. So. Yeah, fingers crossed. But I heard all the band lives in like different places. Like they live all over the place. Mm. Oh. So, yeah, that's interesting. I yeah, know kind we of, are, like, uh, we're going to go see fucking mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Like the mayhem soon, uh, which is You're going to go see insane. them with, uh, they're playing with like Cannibal Corpse or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cannibal Corpse, Blood Incantation, and another one. I can't remember off the top of my head. Dude, talk about like legendary lineups. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And also in like uh, September, if we can make it, we're, we're going to go. But like, it's uh, Max Cavalera is playing with fucking uh, Exhumed. Exhumed, yeah. Oh, wow. That'll be yeah. sick. I fucking love Exhumed so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love Max, too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude, legendary guy. And it's oh, like, absolutely. one thing I never thought I'd ever get to say is that we are again, for the second time, going to go see Claudio Simonetti and Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Is, aren't he's like doing like a live scoring of demons? Demons. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to that too. That's happening here in October. I am going to that. Yeah. We went to see Induce Suspiria, and it was unbelievable. So yeah. <laughs> That's rad. Yeah. And they also did like a second call, like a like a second concert type thing, like afterwards. Yeah, where they just kind of played the greatest hits. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Excellent. Nice. That's such a cool idea. I love that concept. Yeah. I think more, uh, like, you know, I always thought, like, cons should do that. Like, I went to a con that had, like, John 5 play live, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, And I was like, they should bring in, like, you know, if they have a guy like John Carpenter on the guest list, like, have him do a set. Like, that'd be sick, you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. That would be amazing. I love John Carpenter. Me too. (laughs) We need a John Carpenter Q&A where... He just passes around a joint <laughs> and fucking talks about movies. Like it's ever John Carpenter interview ever. That's true, but but it's live this time. It's true. <laughs> that makes all the difference. Yeah, he's awesome, man. Just the whole fact that he started as like a rock musician and then like used that to score his films. Like, mm-hmm. I love that personally. Yeah, he's a, he's a fucking legend, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Which I know he's touring. That's one for Artie. I would love to see John Carpenter live. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. But thank you, Artie, for the question. As always, next up is Mr. Cole. Mr. Cole. Bros. Apparently, it's impossible to roast Herschel. What's the meanest thing you could say to the Donald Farmer-loving, shit-vomit-porn-slanging gentleman? <laughs> I was... The problem Sorry. is you can't roast him because he just fucking takes it on the chin and laughs it up. It will agree with. Him. He's like, yeah, that's yeah. true. I thought on that. I don't know if they. Uh, I hadn't got to listen to the episode, the birthday episode, but I, I, I submitted some I thought were pretty good. But I don't know how he reacted to them. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I I can't find the gall to roast the man. He's been too kind to me. He's a very nice man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean. I, I, yeah, so it's hard to roast him. He, he, he's been so beneficial to all of us. <laughs> I will say he has the worst taste in movies. 
Oh Excuse my me, God. he likes my films. Thank you very he gets, much. <laughs> he gets some right every once in a while. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can take a joke, dude. It's cool. <laughs> dude, oh my God. My man will sit there and watch, like, he'll sit there and watch anything that Wild Eye and SRS will put out. And just with a smile on his face, but watch the shittiest movies he ever put out. It's just like, what? Oh, I know. The guy's got, like, just a gigantic focus, like you wouldn't believe. Like, it takes a lot of... I don't even know what it is. You gotta fight through the boredom to make it through those kind of films. Mm. Yeah. He does it, though. And enjoys it. Yeah, it's impressive. Maybe he's just a masochist. That could be. That's true. We don't know what he does in his spare time. I, mean, I know what kind of stuff he watches, so. says mm. <laughs> enough right there. I mean. Mm. <laughs> Her- Herschel, I know you're listening. We're on to you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to meet up with you boys, Herschel and Spooky, at a horror convention. I think we need to do a butter intervention for Spooky. That boy <laughs> needs help. He was what? flicking his tongue the other day on his channel and said, I'm so excited I'm licking... <laughs> I'm pussy licking the air. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> to be fair, I was really jealous over his DVDs he bought. I tuned in for what I thought was a short video. 45 minutes later, he's still showing new shit that he bought. <laughs> yeah. Bro has a monster budget for horror films. I got too drunk watching him <laughs> went to bed instead of finishing the movie I was watching. <laughs> That's great. Also, where's the Astron 6 episode? And an Ooh. episode on new release underground extreme horror. There's so much good new shit. I need to take a loan from Spooky to get the, all the releases. <laughs> Thank you all for what you do. You guys are pure metal. P.S. Thanks for introducing me to Necrophagia. They're becoming one of my favorite bands because of you. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love Necrophagia. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Killjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the fucker there, yeah. Um, um, Astron 6 episode, I guarantee will happen. Because I fucking yes. love Astron 6. It's, That's a great idea. Yeah. It's <laughs> not in the calendar, but it's in the books. And as far as like uh, an episode on new underground stuff, there, we've actually talked about this, and there may be something coming pretty damn soon, actually. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> With us, it's always a maybe. <laughs> always. We'll keep that nice in general for everybody. <laughs> We have been talking about wanting to do something so that we can talk about some of the new shit that's coming out. Yeah. That we don't usually get to talk to or talk about. Isn't it a crazy time? There's so much amazing stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you, Mr. Cole, for the question, as always. Next up is Chris from Severed Cinema. Chris. Chris says, howdy, folks. In the spirit of Unearthed Films' release of the August Underground Trilogy, which of the three films are your favorite? Additionally, what are your thoughts on the film Red, Red Sin Tower? Thank you, Chris. Oof. So how do you rank the August Underground Trilogy? I know mine's controversial, so... <laughs> What's your favorite? Is it like Penance or something? Penance, yep, that's my favorite. <laughs> I can't even knock you for that, man. They're uh, they're great movies, and they work really well individually, but together they kind of work as like a character study. Mm-hmm. Um, to pick a favorite, I don't know. I mean, we all know Fred's complaint about Mortem is that he felt like too many people had their hands in the paint, you know, yep. and it was just a little bit like a little over the top, maybe. So I can see people having that complaint. 
but to pick a favorite, it's really, really difficult. I, who was it I saw on Instagram recently? They were like, I've seen fake shit, and somehow August Iron Mortem has still managed to be more dis- – I've seen real shit, and Mortem still managed to be more disturbing knowing it's fake than that yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We rewatched insane. <laughs> yeah, we rewatched the first two recently, like in like in spirit of the you know the the, the new releases. And after we got through Mortem, we're like, yeah, we're not going to do Penance the Knot. Let's <laughs> take a break for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, those movies are a punch in the face, like multiple punches in the face. Um, but to pick a favorite, I don't know. I mean, I really kind of like all of them. And yeah. Penance. Penance, I feel like, is is greatly underappreciated. I feel um, like it gets shit on a lot. Like, I hear a lot of people, like, I say if Penance is my favorite, they're like, ugh. And I'm like, yeah, ugh. <laughs> and I've always wondered why. Because I go, well, it is kind of the most emotionally visceral movie. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the Christmas scene in Penance stands head to toe on anything else from any, any of the other two movies. This is one of the more extreme things in any of those films. Yeah. Yeah, the sexual violence in that scene is pretty up there. Um, when it comes to my ranking, like, I, I've got to put Mortem up front because, like, that was one of the first movies, like, I watched and I was like, yeah, I'm going to take a shower after this. This is horrible. You know, I was just like, this is so, like, rough that I, I literally have to go fucking bathe myself because I feel dirty watching it. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I still feel feel that after I watch it. It's still, like, fucking visceral from beginning to end. And the chaos of, like, having, you know, so many people involved with it, I feel like adds to it because it just feels like the, 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 the train's never on the rails with that movie. It's constantly just hitting you in the fucking face with, like, cinder blocks. Mm. Totally, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. The first one has a special place in my heart just because nothing before that had looked that good. Yeah. yeah. Nothing created that atmosphere before that, like that did. So, God, to pick a favorite, honest to God, it could change from day to day. It's so impossible to think. Um but as far as the Red Sin Tower bit goes, it's actually a blind spot for me. I've never seen Ooh. Red Sin Tower. And I've always wanted to. I've seen most of Fred's work, but I haven't seen Red Sin Tower. Yeah, Red Sin Tower is really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Byro! Yeah. Do it! Make it happen. <laughs> Help out another Steven, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could, you know, seeing it now, I could see it in a world where people are like it's a, it's kind of aged, you know, and it's not like, but I still think it's genuinely a great horror movie. It's a lot yeah. different than a lot of Fred's other stuff. Like it still is extreme, but that's not the main focus of it. It's right. very, it's very much like a, I would describe it as like almost a paranormal esque slasher. Yeah, it's like a like a more serious version of Night of the Demons. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. It, yeah, but, it but yeah, take it out of the 80s, put it in the 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds like a good time. And I know Jeremy uh, Cruz won some uh, awards at festivals for like best effects in that film. Oh, yeah. Oh, big surprise there. One of the best <laughs> effects artists of all time wins the best <laughs> effects award. Like, we're all shocked, right? <laughs> <laughs> the man who went on to work on Marvel movies because his work is so good. <laughs> Dude, I, I met him. 
uh, a couple times, and I'm like, so what are you up to these days? I don't see your name much. And he's like, oh, did you ever see, like, Black Panther? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I, like, made the costume. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah oh. Like, My man has been busy. <laughs> and, it's, and it's crazy, too, because, like, he's never, like, st- like straight away from Totag. Because, like, from what I understand, like, he was one of the big proponents of August Underground getting these unearthed Blu-rays. Like, he was one of the guys that kind of was the medium between Byro and Vogel to get it going. I believe yeah. it. Because Fred is, uh, shoot, I forget where Fred lives in. Pittsburgh? Same place as Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Same as yeah. uh, Sabini. Um, but uh, Byro's out here in L.A.-ish, and then so is uh, Jeremy Cruz. So I'm sure there was some open out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like. I don't think Fred has a bad movie at all. Like, I closest think, is Masked, and I still there's still things I like about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I was not a big fan of Masked. That may have actually been either the first or second toe tag movie I ever watched. Oof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's got great effects, but like Too I don't sick. know, the story is messy, real messy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think out of all of his movies, like, I know this, I don't know, it may, it may seem like a cop-out type answer, but, like, out of all of his movies, my favorite may be Final Interview. The Final Interview is really good. Like, holy fuck. That, I, that movie's I, insane. I loved his releases for that. Like, he put out so much mm. cool stuff and, like, all his bonus junk. Like, I love that stuff. Yep. Oh, yeah. Too. Absolutely adore that. <laughs> no. But thank you, Chris, for the question as always. Next up is the amazingly talented Psychonaut. Yes. Why is shit? Now, I read this fucking question. Yeah. I was going to give him the full, you know, knock on your door three times and shit like that. But then I read the question. I was like, <laughs> my man is doing his dirty. <laughs> uh, fuck, Mary, kill. Ari and Dora. Lucifer Valentine and Thomas Cinemagore. <laughs> <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> I yeah, have a God. I think I have a decent answer for this here. Okay. Now, no personal issues with any of these people, right? I'm not gonna bash them or whatever, but I'm not a mixtape guy by any means. So I can kill Thomas. Mm. That's okay with me. I'm probably going to marry Lucifer Valentine. Just because I feel like there's a sweetness in his name. He's got (laughs) Valentine, you know what I mean? So I feel like I'm probably going to marry him, and I'm probably going to do the nasty with Mario and Dora. (laughs) We're going to be bumping uglies because... In the off chance that Marion Dora is actually a Merriam Dora, and we've all just been pronouncing it wrong, he might be a. I could. Hey. I just I imagine that Marion Dora is just some skeezy looking fucking dude in his basement, just like. <laughs> he probably looks like Jess Franco. <laughs> Don't do my boy Jess like that. <laughs> well, he was. He studied under Franco. Yeah, he did. I, the how the fuck did the guy who studied under Franco and like uh, uh was it was it Lamel? Uli Lamel, yeah. Make fucking blot of humanity. 
Fuck know. that movie, man. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Who you fucking, Matt? A lot of questionable stuff going on there. But I need some answers so I can not ask the questions, guys. All three have very, you know, out there allegations against them. So (laughs) (laughs) let's tiptoe around this, I guess. I'm killing Thomas Cinema Gore. Oh, okay. Yeah, killing him. (laughs) Killing him dead. Killing him dead. (laughs) I'm killing No, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) I can't can't break it. I will... um, you know, I think I'm going to agree with Steven. I'm thinking I'm going to marry Lucifer for Valentine. And why? And why? You won me over. He's got, he's got, he's got that the sweetness in his name, as you said. There you go. That's right. He's, he's got. I mean, the Lucifer's there, but he's got. Uh, you know, Valentine in his name. You know, Valentine's Day. Love's in the air. You know. Right. Right. And I, I guess I've fucked Marion Doran. Like, regret it later. <laughs> Knowing you, you're definitely going to regret it later. Yeah. He's the thing is... Over here. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is, like, out of all those people, fucking Cinemagore might be worse. <laughs> he may be the worst. The internet guy. <laughs> That's Let's the most real. annoying. All these no. are allegations, right? <laughs> no, look... <laughs> The dude, fuck, he literally had Days of Destruction in his fucking hands. Yeah, we know that for sure. Yeah, like that—that's like that's not rumor out, you know, innuendo or anything. Nope. He had that shit. Correct. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, fuck man, that yeah, shit. killed him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm killing Dora. Oh, okay. I'm hate fucking Lucifer Valentine. <laughs> hey fucking. And then I'm going to be in an abusive marriage with Thomas Cinemagore. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Abusive. <laughs> He's going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> I've seen Thomas Cinemagore. I could take him. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, thank you, Psychonaut. Yeah. Why, why'd you do that? Knock why'd three you times do the door, go buy his art. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah more, like, more like, no, thank you, Psychonaut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why'd you do this to us? <laughs> um, next up is Spooky Celluloid. Hey. The boy. This question very intoxicated. Huh. Of course. <laughs> what made me love Box Creep Films was when he referenced Last House on Dead End Street in his commentary. My question is to Steven is what what's a film people would be surprised inspired you? Weird Al Yankovic's UHF. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I'm a huge alcoholic. I love Weird Al Yankovic. Look, I I need to watch that. It's a great movie. It's really it a really fun movie, yeah. I would say I would say that and maybe um, a lot of different films from Mel Brooks. Mm. So, uh, Young Frankenstein, um, History of the World, all that kind of stuff. Love it. Bab Ruth. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously, I love all those things. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I have, I have like, I, I'm a fan of Weird Al, but I have not watched the movie. But, like, I, yeah, Mel Brooks stuff is fucking amazing. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's cool, Spooky. Thank you for the question. That's cool. He has one more for everyone. Mm. <laughs> that was a great question, right? Like a really insightful question. Yeah. 
Uh, now he asks, what Italian filmmaker would you kiss? Personally, I feel like Lucio Fulci would be a very passionate lover. Maybe a bit rough, but I like it that way. Spooky. <laughs> God damn it, Spooky. Yes, in the first half. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Italian I feel filmmaker. like if you were kissing... Wait, he said Italian filmmakers? Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like if you were kissing like Bruno Matai, he would just kiss like somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> is that fair? That is a fucking amazing joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. But I, guess, I, I guess kind of like piggybacking off that idea, he could kiss like whoever you wanted him to kiss like. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I just because I'll never be bored. Bruno Mattei is like a ditto. Like, he can just be anything. Yeah. It's true. Dude, like, one day he can kiss you like Bava. The next day he can kiss you like Fulci. <laughs> he Dude, kiss you like he's Scott. really good at kissing like James Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ooh. Oh, God. I'm going uh, to say Darren Nickelodeon. That's uh, all right. I don't yeah. know. I don't know if she ever drank a movie, but she wrote Suspiria, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> a, yeah. a man, man over here possibly cheating. Mm. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Stinky. Who are you, um, you kissing? I'll you kiss Claudio Fergazzo. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he can make fucking Night Killer 2. You're going to kiss Claudio. Claudio Fergazzo. You're going to get past that mustache. It takes all kinds to go on. Good for you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting past that mustache, by the way. <laughs> Fuck. Thank you, Spooky, for the question. One in particular. Yes. <laughs> Next up is Future Production. The homie. The boy. The man with so many irons in the fire, I don't know how to where even begin with it. <laughs> Bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see him every week. I hear all the stories. Trust me. <laughs> he was probably he probably sent this message while sitting on the couch with Steve. <laughs> right Dude, next to you. Actually, no joke. That he probably did. <laughs> What's your guy's favorite level? Oh fuck! I accidentally hovered on Spooky's uh, icon there for a second. His face just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> What's your what's your guy's favorite Spooky level? Jump scare. Yeah, <laughs> on the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater game. Also, what is your favorite brand of water? Wow, I know exactly where these two questions are coming from. <laughs> I was wondering if there was like something there to them. John and I hang out just about every week for a few hours. We usually get dinner, come back, talk about our projects, see how things are going, and we usually play Tony Hawk. Oh, yeah. We take we play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and we play that ska music all day long, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go. So I can tell you his favorite level. His favorite level is probably the school. Okay. Or that like really big downhill level that I hate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually enjoy the school quite a bit as well, and I like the mall. Bro, I haven't played that game in so long. Yeah, it's been a while since I've played it, but if I remember correctly, the school has the leap of faith. It's and, the Gons, yeah. and the Gons kink rail, so I have to go with that. So. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Spots that I know. <laughs> I, I like that. 
I'll choose bonds and all that, dude. Bringing skateboarding into the Sycamore Cinema world, great. I'm a huge skateboard fan, so ninety nine point nine percent of the time, like, like people will probably expect us to be sitting here watching, you know, all these movies that are surrounding <laughs> me currently. No, it's us watching fucking. Uh, Keith Kirchhart hit a kick, like kick flip down a fucking like, <laughs> like, like Matt. Watch his side unseen part again. Look how good this is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that or wrestling, but um, like when, when it comes to like the Tony Hawk games, I played the Underground one a lot. Like I always like like try to skate the fucking like power lines, <laughs> like trying to do that shit. I, like from the original game though, I don't remember any of the levels it's been so long like i like i actually like the downhill though i, I remember playing that <laughs> yeah they those were... games are great we play them just about every week um those games are so fun honestly and it's like we just get hit with nostalgia super hard yeah and usually just play through the game get all the levels and then just dick around the whole time super fun and then favorite brand of water now he's always on my case because what i basically only drink water Anybody listening? Like I don't drink alcohol or anything, or shoot monsters, Gatorades. I'm pretty much just a water drinker. Like, and that's not really like a health nut thing. It's just kind of what I like. (laughs) I mean, that's healthy though. (laughs) So that's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. So by luck of the draw, I just like water. So John's always like, "Can you tell the brands of water apart?" And I'm like, "Definitely." (laughs) Hmm. So yeah, what's I don't have a favorite water, but I've got like a least favorite water. <laughs> what's your least favorite? I think we all know. How? <laughs> what's everyone's least favorite brand of water? It's it's gotta be Dasani, bro. Dude, how did you called it? Yeah, dude, yeah. Dasani fucking sucks. Dasani has a taste, and it shouldn't. <laughs> and when you open it, it fizzes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, only Coca-Cola can give you a bottle of water that fucking fizzes. <laughs> yeah, dude, you nailed it. Yeah, Dasani's wow. not great. Arrowhead is okay. I can drink it. But as far as, like, a favorite water, I don't know. Water's water. That's kind of that's kind of how I am. But there's definitely, like, brands like, it's like, oh, that's what they have. Eh, well, well, whatever. I'm a total yeah. ice chewer, too. Do you guys chew ice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I drink uh, some ice, but... <laughs> Uh, I've been drinking core water. Have you seen core water? Oh, yeah. It, it ain't pretty- great. Like, it kind of tastes like chlorine a little bit, but I like the bottle because it reminds me of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> my man over here just buying this oh fucking bite. bottle being like, it tastes like chlorine, but I, I, I like the bottle. Man, I saw something the other day. People were talking trash on those monsters saying they didn't look... I thought that's people were... I love those monsters. <laughs> uh, How do you not like? Yeah, what the fuck? I think they look amazing. Um, I don't, I don't know. Water is water to me. I Hogar guess. and Razor. Hell yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, it's yeah. the guy. It's the monsters from <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. <laughs> You think I'm just mumbling myself? <laughs> well, I did not hear the the teenage mutant ninja turtle part. <laughs> I just heard something about monsters. And I immediately went to the fucking energy drink because I'm a fucking shithead. I thought but... you were thinking about the monster uh, TV show. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's the most that inside fucking... joke thing right now. <laughs> that fucking... Go watch the intro 
for the show Monsters. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I don't think I have. Okay. <laughs> it has this intro with, like, this family of monsters. <laughs> and at one point, the dad doesn't say anything. But they're trying to find something to watch on TV, and he finds the show Monsters. And he's just like, oh! <laughs> 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 the, the, the mom comes in with, like, a, like plates of food. It's like, Monsters is on. He goes, oh! <laughs> We he just so looks like a fucking lava bean. <laughs> no, he looks like a potato that's gone bad. <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> God, I don't know why it makes me fucking laugh a little hard, but it's, it's so, so fucking stupid. <sighs> okay. Anyways, thank you, Ninja Productions. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> Appreciate We're very it. Very excited about all your projects. <laughs> yes. Super stoked. You guys have no idea. The guy's like doing all sorts of crazy things. It's really great. He's got like two documentaries right now going. Like, what the fuck? How are you going to. I don't even understand. Oh, you guys don't know the half of it. Trust me. I could spill the beans right now, but it's going to cost you a pretty penny. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't you got no it's... money. <laughs> You know how pissed John would be at me? He, like, confides all this stuff to me, and he's like, you told everyone. Like, you didn't just tell them, you told him. <laughs> he's like, you, you told them. They were recording, god damn it. He's like, man, I can tell the world your dog's middle name, for Christ's sake, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, it's like, the episode comes out, and Stevie just hears a fucking knock at the door. <laughs> gonna hit my knocks. No, no, I'm not gonna cross John, because I'll end up as, like, some weird thing in his collection. <laughs> Bagel in the corner. It's, a, it's like, oh, here's my Jeffrey Dahmer fork. Here's my real human skull. And here's my <laughs> Stephen's heart. Here's <laughs> Stephen's heart. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, next up, we have Peppa Chalk, who starts out lovely with, What up, shitters? God damn it. <laughs> shitters. <laughs> We're fucking toilets now, I guess. Do you guys have any, any good ideas on how to cut down on the size of a collection? While I hold a lot of my collection dearly, I went a bit overkill with picking up DVDs to eventually watch. Most are so valueless that it's not worth just dumping them in the local used shop. So what ideas do you guys have on cutting the filler for my collection? Like this week, I, I may see if the music practice place would be interesting in some of the more uh, music-based films I have. I've literally seen John just be like, fuck it, and like, fucking turn it your <laughs> you pulled out a collection it's like scratch the shit like that ain't even gonna play yeah it's like fuck it yeah as far as getting rid of DVDs I really don't have an issue I don't remember what movie it was but this is kind of a weird story but I have a CRT like an old school projection TV and the screen was huge and I ripped the screen out of it and I built like a frame for it and it focuses sunlight like a death ray Holy shit. Like, it's like a giant magnifying glass. It's like a three foot by three foot magnifying glass. And this thing will like melt rocks into lava. It gets so hot. No joke. The FBI I, wants I, to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> it's the coolest thing ever. Um, and anything that hits the point just bursts into flame. So I've definitely <laughs> threw a DVD in there before. <laughs> just that, completely like, I'm never going to watch this again. Just incinerate the whole thing. If there's ever an award for most creative way to get rid of a DVD, you want it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's a cool thing. I've I melted, like, pennies into liquid in, like, a couple seconds flat. I've melted rocks into lava. <laughs> Dude, my man's on a watch list now. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> 
Oh, I'm all over it. I'm like the first three or four names on the watch list. <laughs> Most wanted. <laughs> I was going to the MacGyver theme, then realized I don't know the MacGyver theme, so I just stopped. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, MacGyver. And I was like, that is not even close. <laughs> <laughs> John's like, MacGyver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. No. Do not bring him back. <laughs> no. But oh god! As far as like what I do, usually as like here recently, I've been trying to purge shit. And yeah. I'm like, I'm never gonna watch that. So let's just get it out of here. I, I give it to Matt's mom and let her take it to a, a local used bookstore to trade in for credit. <laughs> you about to the name of the store, didn't you? I did. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Yeah. Usually, if it's something I'm like, I'm never gonna watch that. I usually either take it to the bookstore or I'll fucking throw it away. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, for me, it's pretty easy to donate stuff. We have a lot of thrift stores in my town, and I usually just run them down and just put them in there. Yeah. But uh, thank you, Pampa, for the question. Go watch Dent 5. It's wild. It is wild. If you want to see chocolate get abused. <laughs> literally abused. Yeah, literally abused <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> it, it, yeah. <laughs> watch Next Dent. up yeah, is the real <laughs> raw one. Raw one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bob. Why do you do that? Why did you do that? <laughs> I mean, it was a lot of drugs is the real answer, but... That's the, yeah. <laughs> What's a good historical setting or period you think is underrepresented in extreme cinema? I'd like to see a gritty extreme caveman movie. Yeah. Have I, have I seen a caveman movie? That'd be kind of sick. Yeah, like I... I love that question because I definitely thought about that for sure. I've definitely thought about doing like a really violent caveman movie with like no dialogue, no, you know, just really super primitive, just naked people everywhere. Men just taking the women they want, you know, beating them over the head with rocks, dragging them back to the cave. Like, it could be really gnarly, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I know there's that cartoon uh, where it's the caveman with a T-Rex. I don't know if y'all have seen that. Comes on Adult Swim, I think. It's not ringing any bells. But, yeah, it's kind of like that, where it's just really gory and gnarly, and it's like a caveman thing. Be, so that could be really sick, yeah. Yes, yeah, I want you see that, because I've definitely thought that before. I want more... Like, I know there is some, of course, but I want some, like, fucking, like, disgustingly violent fucking westerns. Like, western like horror and back. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that shit goes so hard. I was trying so, to think, like, because, like, you know, Nicholas Wine and Refn did Valhalla Rising, mm. which is, like, the best, like, Viking movie that isn't about Vikings. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, what would be the, like, what would I want my equivalent of that to be? Like, what era would I want to set mine in? <laughs> And make it about everything but. <laughs> hmm. We haven't had any good medieval times kind of movies. That's true. Yeah. Knights in armor and all that. And usually my, my mind goes to stuff like maybe you see like some vampire flicks or some something that are kind of set in that time period. Because the whole gothic-y atmosphere really mm. lends itself to that kind of concept. But There was like Black Death. You ever see that one? with Sean Bean where it's like about like witches and the bubonic plague and shit I did see that that was good that was really good <laughs> I saw that oh. at a movie night way back when like it doesn't I, go where you think it's gonna go but it's actually pretty solid more of that I, would be really cool I want a super violent fucking uh, like biographical movie about Genghis Khan yeah 
Yeah, that would be pretty bad. That would be pretty. That would be pretty. That would be. That would be fucking rough to watch against the dude. <laughs> Man was a monster. Yeah, he was. <laughs> a revenge style film set in like like Appalachia, like the Hatfield McCoy style Appalachia. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty cool too. Because like exploitation, like that genre is like it has so much potential but like when you watch a movie about exploitation it's like Herschel Gordon Lewis's Moonshine Mountain and stuff like that where it's just like it's like ah you know shout out to Ron Orman's early Ron Orman baby fuck (laughs) oh my god fuck those those like oh my god if I saw one more fucking movie from him that's like and then the boys gonna hit down to the fucking racing track and they're gonna go around Oh my god, I I would fucking cut my own foot off and try to eat it. <laughs> I can't. Oh. Yeah, the the music in those kind of movies is great though. Like I love all that chicken picking kind of old country yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Some also, bluegrass. Like I'm such a city slicker, but oh shoot. <laughs> nope, you're gonna oh. go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just saying, like, I'm such a city slicker, but I love all that country chicken picking kind of stuff. <laughs> so cool. But a question for Steven from Route Ooh. One. If you had a massive Hollywood budget today, what film would you make? We should make your caveman movie like a gigantic splatter fest. That would be sick. <laughs> that would be sick. I mean, we got like cavemen like throwing babies off of cliffs, like feeding them to lions. <laughs> it could be amazing. That, that, that would like, be sick. That, yeah. Matt, have you seen Valhalla Rising? No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like Ball Rising is like if Lucio Fulci's Conquest wasn't super cheesy. <laughs> if it wasn't mm-hmm. as greasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's just real grim and dark and like most of the time is on the boat and they're drinking seawater and hallucinating and shit and then they get to like the land and then like they're like going crazy and raping each other and like oh my God. It, it's crazy. It's a great movie. <laughs> I highly recommend that movie. Yeah, it sounds killer. Uh, Rawan's recommendation this week is Duel to the Death. This Golden Harvest, 80s. I have no clue how to say that. W U X I A. Woo ha! Join us. Tons of amazing ninja action. We're talking ninjas flying around on cots, explosive kamikaze ninjas, giant ninjas that explode into smaller ninjas, naked ninjas. And I could go on, but just watch it. Cheers. I mean, you had me at Golden Harvest, so. (laughs) Dude, Golden Harvest, like, as soon as you see that logo, you know it's going to slap. I don't know. He Uh, didn't say anything about giant naked ninjas, so it's not enough for me. (laughs) True, true. I mean,. One as always. You're the man. Sounds like a good <laughs> Re- recommendations. Oh, what me. do y'all got? Hollerizing. <laughs> yeah, this one's really good. I never hear anybody talk about and it's not like the most incredible film, but I definitely think it has some interesting points that are worth of decent note, really. But like El Gore's snuff tape anthology. Mm. I've seen that cover, but I've never watched it. Yeah, it's actually pretty okay. As far as like content goes, it pushes the envelope as far as anything in my collection. It's not executed always the best, but some of it is, and it's pretty gross. So I'm going to uh, stick with the theme of this episode that we're going to be getting into full here in a bit with a shot on video movie. 
Scary Tales. I uh, fucking adore Scary Tales so much. Oh my god. It yep. is so fun. That and Creep Tales. Oh, dude. Creep Tales fucks, too. Creep Tales. Creep Tales. <laughs> so good. I love that kind of stuff. It's so fun. Have you seen Creep, uh, Creep Tales? I haven't seen Creep Tales, but I've seen Scary Tales. You need to watch Creep Tales. It's so fun. Yeah. Like Tom, it, Tom Candy's in it. Yeah. He, uh, oh god, he he like he has like a super weird segment in it. <clears throat> I need fucking water. <laughs> there was actually something on the I forget what it was. I think it was on Scary Tales. There was it was like one of the scariest things I think I ever saw. It was like on the bonus of the DVD. There's like some like haunted house thing, and it looks like you're stuck inside of like a like a kind of like a garage haunted house kind of a thing, like for Halloween, like a traditional boo kind of haunt, right? And it's just done so well. It's it feels like you're in a house of just it feels like you're in hell. Like it's a really actually a good representation of hell. And I think it's on the bonus of the bonus features of that scary tales. Oh my god! Yeah, well, we gotta check that out. Yeah. 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 Uh, Scariest things I think I ever saw. I was just like, Jesus Christ, this is crazy. Before, before me and John both decided to call it or not, we need to, we need to do that, John. We need to, yeah, do, we need to look at that. <laughs> yeah, we'll look at that. We'll look at that. Yeah. Work. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, they're doing like traditional kind of haunted house gags, but it's all shot on video, and just something about it just feels. It creates that feeling I get like when I watch like Bouquet of Guts and Gore. It feels like something you shouldn't be watching, you know? Yeah. It's like that cursed kind of feeling. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. As someone who used to work in a haunted house, for when the lights are on, that shit ain't nothing, man. Like it's plywood walls and <laughs> like maybe some like cobwebs to put up. <laughs> like, but the, when the lights are off, though, it, it makes the whole world a difference. Oh yeah, I, I I run a haunted house every year on Halloween. Oh shit! Yeah, I've been doing it for like sixteen or seventeen years now. Dude, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I started when I was like a little kid, and I just made a little tiny one, and now it's huge. Starts in our front yard, goes through our side yard, goes through our garage. It's, uh, it's that's great. that's so sick. We get upwards of like a thousand trick or treaters. Oh my god, dude! I I wish we, we get got no that. trick or treaters. No, we get nobody. Uh, well, we also live in fucking nowhere, but <laughs> we should do like a like a our area themed haunted house. Oh well, it's just gonna be a bunch of fucking hillbillies with pitchforks. Like, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, you like, motherfucker! <laughs> go in and this guy with like three teeth, like, hey, can I bum a smoke? <laughs> <laughs> and when you get to the end of it, a meth lab blows up. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it's just like one of those like go get the chainsaw. <laughs> John is just uh, quietly planning out the seats for like one of those like Christian like haunted houses, but for like a dare campaign. <laughs> Be like, don't do drugs, kids, and here's why. Hand you a little Bible at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Hand you a dare shirt. Yeah, dare shirt. (laughs) Uh, Man, I kind of want a dare shirt. Ain't gonna lie. It's random. I don't know. I I, I wear it. (laughs) Next up, Mr. Parker. (laughs) (laughs) The chairman of YouTube, L.A. Parker. L.A. Parker. Yeah. Yeah. Which actor would play you in a movie version of Sick on Cinema? And Steven, you can be on this as well. Oh, no, that was all you guys. The guy that I get told all the time that I look like is Zach Galifianakis, so I guess that's who's playing me. 
I know. That Galifianakis guy? Yeah, they're always like, oh, yeah, that guy from the Hangover movies. I go, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. No, I think they should tell you you're like the more handsome version of Zamka. (laughs) (laughs) Can we choose anyone from like like Dead or Alive? I know exactly where you're going with this. (laughs) Do you? Oh, yeah. You 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 can go Dead or Alive. Okay, motherfucking Chris Farley, bro. Yes, I knew that's what you were going to think. <laughs> Dude. Wow. I mean, how could I it not be? Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. It's on the nose, perfect. Like, I'm fucking, oh my god. Like, in like an alternate universe where I would have, like, if I had Chris Farley to play me, I could die happy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty accurate, pretty close. Hey. Yeah, bad. So, Zach Galifianakis and fucking Chris <laughs> Farley. <laughs> What a movie. <laughs> Holy if shit. If I could have anybody ever, like, could I have, like, Improm uh, Chris Christopherson? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, I guess. Get Sam Peckinpah to direct it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, yeah. We, we just get, get shot at the through. end. Yeah, we just, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get shot at the end of the Sam Peckinpah movie. So I'll, I'll expand the questions. Uh, if there's a Fox Creep films. Biopic. Like, yeah, biopic. Do you want to be you? Would I want to be me? See, in my head, I know this isn't true. <laughs> but <laughs> in my head, I have this, like, really deep, seductive, like, black man voice. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's not true. <laughs> but just to live that fantasy for a day, I would probably have somebody who's got, like, a really smooth voice. Like, the dude who played Darth Vader... Or like, like Morgan Freeman or somebody. You like Idris Elba? Any <laughs> <laughs> British? Like, uh, is he a black guy? He's yeah. gotta be. Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is that is amazing. <laughs> and I hear my I hear my voice back, and I just want to punch myself in the teeth. I go, oh my god, I sound like yeah. that. Oh my god, you poor people. Dude, what's like when I like? <laughs> I'm trying to edit fucking like videos and I hear my own voice. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah. I sound like a yee ass fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like sounding fucking. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate it. <laughs> Mr. It's like, I also ask. Oh, sorry. It's like, Every I don't time- <laughs> I don't I think that's too bad of an accent. Then I hear it back. I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> well, Gigi Allen done got himself in a mess of trouble. Oh, <laughs> 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 Oh, my head. Oh. Uh, Mr. Parker Every- also asks, best SOV director of all time. Ooh. That's that's tough. It's like who's really consistent? Like Pachi. Donald. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I have an idea in my head, but he didn't like strict, uh, strictly stick to SOV. That doesn't count, right? Like if they evolved and kind of moved on to different media, that's fine, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's it. It's fun. Because in that case, I would probably say like Olaf Hittenbach. Oh, that's a good yeah. choice. That's a really good choice. I would probably say him because his shot on video stuff, I think, is really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then, like, from a technical perspective, as he got farther along in his career, like, he's still making killer stuff. Oh, yeah. So, he's I would so probably, good. yeah, I would probably, I would put him in, like, top three for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll shout out Eric Stanzi 
as the kind of the same thing where he didn't he didn't stay SOV, but like his SOV stuff is also really really good. <laughs> I'm yeah. going. I want to choose. Oh, sorry. No, my bad. Sorry. I'm going to choose someone who didn't start SOV, but then moved to SOV. Tim uh, Ritter. Tim Ritter. Yeah. yeah, I fucking adore. Like, just like I know it's not SOV, but just especially for fucking Killing Spree, I fucking love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. And like, Dirty Cop No Donut is so fucking like ridiculous. Yeah, I, I love Tim Ritter. But he, well, True the Day was shot on film, wasn't it? Yeah, True the Day was shot on film, edited on tape. Okay, yeah, yeah, and True the Day bucks as well. So yeah, absolutely, Tim Ritter. What about somebody like Brian Pollen? Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about Brian Pollen. I mean, he did start SOV for sure. Yeah, in his early it's stuff. kind of like an obscure pick because I don't think people think of his SOV stuff. Mm-hmm. Honestly, a guy who I've only seen one of his movies, but it was so fucking good that I feel like he got to shout him out is uh, Scooter McRae. Yeah. Uh, Shattered Ed. I feel like we bring Dude. that movie up every episode, but yeah, yeah Shattered Ed. It's one I need to see still. Oh, it has really, Miss Parker, he introduced me to that movie and it's so fucking good. It has one of the best taglines ever. And it's so simple. God hates you. Mm. Like, th- yeah. it doesn't drive the point harder than that, I don't think. Like, this dude was like, all right, I'm going to make an SOV movie where a mortal man has sex with an angel and God becomes angry at that so no one can go to heaven. So when they die, they remain on Earth. Like, this dude was like, yeah, that's I'll do that. <laughs> That is a concept right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It's so funny. I fucking... love that. Who is it who did Sinestre? Oh, yeah, that dude's really good, too. Which is we'll cool. get into this when we talk about, like, the Gore trilogy, but, like, there's, like, so many different camps of, like, SOV that I love. Because it's, like, you could shout out the Polonia brothers, who just made garbage, but it's amazing. It's fun. <laughs> I love right. the Polonias. Then you yeah. get movies like that, Sinestre, Shattered Dead, Savage Harvest, which were more serious. And like, it was just like, that was their medium was SOV. Mm-hmm. But like, they were creating bigger, better things. <laughs> now, as far uh, as volume goes, the Polonia Brothers, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were cranking out something very often. Yes. <laughs> well, they hit, they hit hard. It yes. was Ronnie Sortor? Sortor? Sorter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which yeah. you've not. That's Dude. Sinestre. If you've not seen Sinestre, that's one I highly recommend. It's so fucking good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Mister um, uh, Parker also asks, "Worst year in horror?" Jeez, I don't know if I could pick like a singular year, but the early two thousands has aged like milk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like there's a handful of years right around. Oh shoot. All the way from like, two, two, oh god, 2000 to 2015. You could probably pick any one of those years and go, yep. that was just stinker after stinker came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have such a, like, there's people who are like super nostalgic for that look, but I am not one of them. Like, when I watch it, I'm like, damn, this looks bad. <laughs> god, yeah. Um, um, god, worst year? It's hard to say. I almost want to say we're not there yet because I just caught wind that, like, someone's going to try to remake Faces of Death. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. How, I'm not even that against remakes, but crying out loud, like, what are you going to do? I'm not, I've like grown out of like being upset about remakes, but when I heard they were remaking Street Trash, it did hurt me a little bit. Because I'm like, man, like, 
Yeah. We don't need it. We don't need it. Why? You know, like <laughs> there's something inside that's like reprehensible about that. Like I hear that, and it's just like I don't know. It feels weird. It's all, all sorts of wrong. And they're gonna do yeah. that with the clock. Orange. I heard they did it. With, they're going to do it with the Clockwork Orange too. I don't even know how you remake that. <laughs> how are you going to like? Hey. I don't know how you're going to even get away with some of that shit now. Like in a mainstream theater, there's no way. No, they're going to like PGify it, and it's going to be whack. God, makes me want well, to fucking. I am surprised sometimes by how far certain movies will go. Like. uh what was it that came out a few years ago? It was I think it was called Leatherface. It was like one of those Texas Chainsaw thingies. Mm, yeah. And there was like a straight up like necrophilia scene in there. That was oh, like And I was just like, whoa, okay. Did people see this in theaters like this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I do say it like, oh, you know, how are they going to get away with that in theaters? But like, I guess at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of shit that does hit theaters that was like really out there. Like, I mean, for Hedre- Hereditary has a fucking horrific death scene in it that I won't spoil yeah. for anyone. But if you haven't seen it, then watch it. Fuck but you. no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are doing good work. They're making good movies. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know the term. What's there? They're calling some of that stuff now, like post oh, elevated horror. horror. Oh, post horror. I've heard that too. Post horror. Like, yeah. dude, it's my ass, man. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just horror. Yes, they're just good horror films. Like, they existed before Hereditary. Sorry. <laughs> like, it's yeah. Rosemary's Baby, Elevated Horror. Hello, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's mad. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's a silly, silly, silly thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Park has one last question for us. Choke on a pretzel and die or be choked out by a pretzel and die? Mm. I think about the pretzel from the Aqua Teen movie, <laughs> like with the big ass hands that like, cho- like choking you to death. I mean, I definitely want to be choked out by the pretzel just for the experience. Yeah, just yeah, just for the experience of having like that pre- the pretzel from that movie, like don't talk, why? So like choking you to death, or just like the one from like the fucking like you know classic like you know everybody like go get a snack at the movie stand, yeah. <laughs> just like combusting in like the Kool Aid, uh, choking your ass out. <laughs> Everyone who's ever watched a mixtape just had fucking non flashbacks of y'all bringing that up. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, either way, your homies are going to make fun of you. Yeah, it's true. But if you get to taste the pretzel first, mm. there's a slight victory there. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I think I'm going to choke to death by eating the pretzel. Hey, fair enough. Um, yeah, I think that's the best bet because like a salty pretzel is pretty good. So at least yeah. you get like a small bit of enjoyment. If you get choked out by a pretzel, I mean, you have to be tied up or something. I imagine. It's <laughs> true. I mean, I'm gonna break that pretzel off my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't thought about that, but that's like pretzel hands. It's gonna be kind of easy to get away. Yeah. <laughs> Do you say it's got pretzel hands? That pretzel, pretzel hands. hands. Is that like some lost giallo I've never heard of? Like the pretzel hand killer? <laughs> Instead of black gloves, they got pretzel hands? Coming soon from SRS. <laughs> pretzel hands. <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, fuck. Thank you, Mr. Parker, as always, for the question. You are the man. I would like to say I've been a huge fan of Mr. Parker for such a long time, and I've never said anything to the man. So thank you for everything, Mr. Parker. Yeah. Thank you, the man. I've just been listening to you for a thousand years now, so appreciate it. 
absolutely. He's 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 a goat. He's the goat. <laughs> Can you all well, see the cat see the just going thing? ham on this mic stand right now? I don't. I see her <laughs> pop up every so often. <laughs> She's going <laughs> ape shit on this thing, dude. Anyways, next up is Carl Cr seven. Even though you're clearly more interested in horror, this time I wanted to ask you what your favorite martial arts and action movies are. Personally, I don't watch martial arts as often as just regular action, but I also like it. And I gotta say, 36 Chambers of the Shaolin fucks incredibly hard. Dude, I've, I've been wanting to watch 36 Chambers for so long. Ever since, like, listen to fucking, like, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. <laughs> and, like, just hearing samples and shit. Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. During the last Criterion sale, I totally bought Lone Wolf and Cub because of fucking Wu-Tang. <laughs> they sampled that fucking movie. Dude. I, oh, my God. Getting all fired up over there. <laughs> I fucking, like, I, I love that shit so much. Um, God, what was it? King Boxer? Uh, King Boxer was good, but uh, Boxer from Shantung, I thought, was oh, outstanding. So, so bad. This is like a subset of genre film I have, like, so little knowledge about. Oh, my God. I've, I fucking adore martial arts movies. Like uh, Master of the Flying Guillotine. I want to watch that one, too. It's so good. Anything with Sammo Hung in it is amazing. Dude, Sammo Hung is, like, fucking goaded the hell and back. Like if you want like if you want some like martial arts stuff that also is like horror uh encounters of the spooky kind. Yeah. Is fucking incredible. Like that movie is so good. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so, so good. good. Yeah. Sorry, I don't really have anything constructive to say here, but this is just like a huge blind spot for me. That, as far as that, that's that's cool. Like we do primarily watch horror, but like action and like martial arts would be like our secondary, I would say. <laughs> Probably. So like I grew up with the, the you know the action. Clarice, you mind not headbutting the shit out of this, please? <laughs> Get off the desk. <laughs> Anyways, um, like I grew up in the eighties, like like not in the eighties. I grew up in the nineties, but like you know, reading the eighties action stuff and the nineties action stuff. So like, uh, fucking Running Man is one of my absolute favorites with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, one I unironically love, even though most people say it's so bad it's good, is goddamn Street Fighter the movie. Dude, Street Fighter fucks. Street Fighter's amazing. Uh, fucking Jackie Chan Police Story 1 and 2 is incredible. When it, when it comes to, like, action and, like, martial arts movies in general, it's hard not to talk about them without bringing up John Woo. Mm. Dude, fuck it hard-boiled. You get... Hard-boiled. Anthony Wong as a fucking bastard, like usual, but... Mm. As usual, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and... He is yeah. great. It's so good. Yeah, Wong is really fantastic. He's really good. He's like, if I could make a movie, I like, like within like a limitless budget or whatever. He's a guy I would absolutely want to be in that fucking movie. I love him so much. He's gonna give you a stellar performance. Yeah, absolutely. Any more action movies, man? I was thinking, uh, just shout out some like lower indie stuff, like Deadbeat at Dawn. Oh, yeah. Shot. Um, fucking Lost Faith. Oh, Deadbeat at Dawn's amazing. Yeah, why didn't I think of that? I love that film. I love yeah, Van stuff. Um, he's so good. If only he could stop being crazy. Yeah. He could tone it down a little bit. <laughs> Get his shit together and make another movie. 
Yeah, yeah, I would really love to see him do something really stellar again. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking Lost Faith, Goldie Winecoop. Goldie Winecoop, Kung Fu for God. Dude, that movie is so good. I love <laughs> it. It is actually generally really good. What was that, like, cyberpunk one we watched that was, oh. like, super low budget? No Resistance. No Resistance, yeah, that one was really good, too. God, it's so bad. I can't think of anything that's just straight action or, like, straight Kung Fu or something. Everything's got so much crossover. Well, I, I mean, a lot of fun, you know? Like, yeah, well, the stuff like something like Adam Chaplin, for instance. Yeah, my mind went to Adam Chaplin or, like, God, I haven't seen it for a little while, but, like, Jacob's Ladder, does that count as, like, action? <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's the, so chiro- when, the chiropractor thing, for sure. <laughs> Get out of my way! <laughs> I was chiropractor. I was goddamn chiropractor. <laughs> such, that's, that is still, like, one of the weirdest scenes ever. Oh, fuck. I had one. Oh, fucking Ricky O. Ricky O. Yeah. Ricky O, yeah. Ricky O. Oh, my God. Anything yeah. like from the Shaw Brothers, like even their horror stuff, like Oily Maniac, Human Lanterns, like it's all like infused with Kung Fu, but it's like horror, so it's sick. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with Shaw Brothers, to be honest. Or what about like <laughs> like Das and Brutal Duel or whatever? Oh, yeah. Called? Yeah, yeah. that's. Kind of a, I mean, that's an action flick, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it just happens to be extremely gory. <laughs> like know. honestly, you can throw it into a Brian Paul and stuff too. Like it's horror, but it's also got a lot of action set pieces mm-hmm. as well. Like True. fucking like stuff, something like Blood Pigs or like, um, yeah. come on, Brian, think of fucking yeah, yeah, like like Brian Paul and has like fucking martial arts in his movie like all, all the fucking time. So yeah. even yeah. Septic has some of that stuff in it. But yeah, there's yeah. something for you, Carl. Check those out. Yes. <laughs> a fucking hard target by John Woo. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Too. I so movie that. You guys are looking at me like, you ever seen this? You ever seen this? I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 put up any airs and try to pretend like I've seen everything. <laughs> I, like I'm just throwing like whatever comes to my mind. I'm like, oh, that fucking movie goes hard as shit. I, I mean, me and John do that all the time, like just by ourselves. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next up is Jay Freak Zach. What's up? Are you what's up? What's up? Are you guys into any retro gaming or you CRTV still? I recently moved all my games to the living room to get everything uh, together for when friends and family come by. I got a 32 inch CRTV still, which is great for light gun games and classic consoles, SOV DVDs. I got three arcades, one ups, uh, fight sticks, a racing wheel setup, light guns, PS1, 2, 3, and 4, PS Classic, NES, SNES, N64, Genesis, and a Dreamcast, all crammed into the Fuck. living room with a small CRT tube. Uh, and two 32 HD TVs. They're pre-organized. I have a wireless controller in front of each uh, each console, or less for less clutter. Yeah. Retro am gaming. I, am I into retro gaming? I'm going to say no, and here's why: because I'm I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford that shit. I mean, in reality, though, like yeah, I do love that shit so much. But it's expensive. It's way more expensive than the, the current hobby I have. So, <laughs> well, the I truth of the matter is, is like I was really into retro gaming for a while, and I just emulated everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is easier to do all that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. just like a couple clicks, and you're like, I'm playing it again. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
I have my CRT right over there. So I have my 64 hooked up to it all the time. I play it every week. I said earlier, right? But um, I play a lot of Smash 64. Oh my god, yes. Fucking Oh. Yeah. And I play Melee, too. I play Melee for the GameCube. Melee's so, great as well. Yeah, I love Smash games, actually. If we're ever in, in your area, it's me, you... John and John Doe's fucking Smash Brothers. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I would fucking it, love dude. that. I would fucking love that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we should do a doubles match where we're both teams and just do like 100 stocks each. <laughs> that would that'd be so sick. It's like a four-hour <laughs> Smash Fest. Oh, my God. While, like, uh, Dead Alive is playing in the background or something sick. Yeah. Dude, I, w- I, w- I would fucking give so much money to do that. Jesus. Yeah, that'd be super fun, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm, I play. I'm a Samus main. I actually go to like little, like tournaments and stuff and play competitive Smash. Hell yeah! yeah. I have so a combo cool. video. Any of you nerds out there who want to watch me play Smash, I have a combo video on YouTube somewhere. Oh, that's uh, that's awesome. I, I may have seen it. I don't know. <laughs> I I used to watch fucking like I used to watch tournaments and shit of Smash Brothers all the fucking time. Yeah. Now I want to play it again. <laughs> oh, it's so fun! Yeah. I'm a big um, Mega Man. Like, I had a quest to beat all the Mega Man games for a minute. <laughs> I got to seven, and I beat seven. I beat the first seven, and I beat wow. X. And after that, I was like, this is getting it's getting a bit much. <laughs> so, some say the words that were said during those nights still echo in the, in the room. <laughs> Jesus you Christ. Are, you are ambitious, my friend. God. Jeez. And I, I think the only one I ever like used like save states and shit for was the first one. After decided that I beat them all, like clean regular. <laughs> oh, you mean like in like a like one setting? No, no, it was over a span of a while. It was it was back to back to back to back. I like I'd Jeez. beat one immediately start on the next one. Yeah, man's got more determination that. <laughs> from that. You also didn't you beat both the Angry Video Game Nerd games? I did. Yeah, yeah, those games are hard as fuck. Platformers were my thing. Like that's what I, that's what I'm the best at. <laughs> I'm I'm going to sound young as like super young here, but fucking Twisted Metal. I I I beat all those. Oh, fucking games Twisted Metal is goaded. The only one I didn't beat was Black. Twisted Metal Black. That fucking big ass truck motherfucker with the flamethrower fucked me up more times than I like to even think about. Fuck that guy. Yeah, don't think about it. <laughs> oh, God. But uh, thank you, Jay Freak Zach, for the question. Next up thank is Shockin' Schlock Herschel Gillis. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> dropping mixtapes, dropping porn, <laughs> dropping. Dude, it hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Herschel says, I challenged John to a boxing match. Oh, shit. Donald Farmer's hand in marriage. The loser has to lick Spooky Celluloid's elbow. Matt has to record. Oh, all wait. Right. This is a question segment. Anyways, for all you, Stephen included, God damn it. what is your all-time favorite movie monster? Ooh. That's really hard to say. That is hard. <laughs> That's so hard. The first one that comes to my mind is the king, Godzilla. Yo, like, right, yeah. Not all of his designs are great, but when it is great, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> had googly eyes at one point, though. That's when he has Jet Jaguar in there and 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 uh, fucking uh, what's his name? The guy <laughs> with the fucking claw hands. Oh, I don't oh, know. Dan. What? 
Was that Gigan? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I grew up watching all those Godzilla movies. He had like the spinny thing on his belly. Yep, he had the saw. So that yeah, yeah, I think that's <laughs> if I remember right. Um, you know, it's hard to say because I can kind of like compartmentalize my movie monsters. I've got like monsters that are like more classic, more traditional kind of spooky guys. And then I've got like, you know, like splattery monsters like the guys in Feast. You guys ever seen mm, Feast? Yeah. Like, I really like those things. And that movie's so violent. Like, I love those. Um, and then I love like, I really love Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead. Oh, yeah. Pumpkinhead. Yeah. I really enjoy Pumpkinhead quite a bit, so it's super hard to say. I don't know how you guys answer these questions every week. Every everyone that you comes just bullshit up, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, anyone listening, like opinions can change like on a hat when it comes to like some of these questions. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, oh well, maybe it's this. Maybe, uh, it's tough. Seriously, I don't know how you put your money on one monster. Like, Creature from Black Lagoon is always going to be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, the Xenomorph. Ooh. Yeah. And that design is so good. <laughs> Aliens Fucking... All the iterations of them, too. Like, the Queen, yeah. and like all the yep. little like, facehugger guys. Like, their whole growth cycle and everything is so cool. The fucking Predator. The Predator. I was about to say just Stan Winston's catalog because he did Pumpkinhead. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Stan's the man. He did all the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. They yeah. count, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, the, the dinosaurs in the first Jurassic Park are incredible. Like, to this day, they're still so incredible. <laughs> and even the CGI in that movie is out of this world. Yeah, it's held up. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. Dude. And we see stuff now, it's kind of like, what are you guys doing with those big budgets? Come on now. <laughs> right. Um, no excuses for lazy people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, Especially I don't rich know. lazy people. If you got the money, make that monster look good. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I, I fucking agree. Pay, pay the people to fucking get some awesome looking fucking monsters and shit. Like, I will do it. I will make the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> hire my hire my man. <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> I'm nearby. <laughs> you know, I'm the guy on fire. For God's sake, just look out the window. And see it burning. <laughs> <laughs> I know you saw it. <laughs> Fucking, uh, you know, monsters on a budget. Brian Paulin. Oh my God, man's you fucking. Should. Making like I'll never forget watching Symbolicus two, I think. And like he's sitting there, like you know, it's built because like Brian Paulin's great at slow builds, and a goddamn serpent monster thing just comes out and starts eating people, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how does this guy do this? <laughs> Amazing, and I lo- I love the thing at the end of uh, Fetus. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that like <laughs> merman looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Also, the fucking uh, the monster at the end of Cryptic Plasm. That thing is insane. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I mean, it, I don't even know if it's a monster or just some fucking deity from the depths of hell. Just fucking like <laughs> the Brian Paulin's movies are the most metal fucking thing ever. They really are. <laughs> Dude. Uh, Morbid Tales, the anthology wraparound thing, like the, yeah. the big stick monster wearing the lady's face. That's it. And just like, the, you know, the size of that thing like to operate something like that and get as cool shots as he did it's amazing and it's like yeah. you see like you follow him on like Facebook and shit like this Bathmuth thing he's created for this new thing he's working on is unbelievable <laughs> it's insane mm-hmm. I mean I will say like for, for me it is hard not to go with something like Frankenstein because it's so iconic yeah and like 
I like I've I mean John's got it tattooed on his fucking body, but I do. <laughs> like Frankenstein is like one of the, one of my favorite horror movies of all time too. So I know, yeah, James Whale really knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah, from top to bottom, everything about it's just an iconic film. Oh yeah, it's oh my god, like and also like a little, little bit of a rant real fast. I know we probably don't have, even got my, much more time for rants, but. <laughs> There's a, like I'm man, I had a, like there's an ex I had in fucking school who was like, I don't watch black and white movies and I was like, fuck off. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Oh my god. Oh yeah. Like, I know people with bad opinions too. <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh my god, that shit drives me crazy. It's like just just fucking just watch it. <laughs> Dude, I got a friend who swears that and no offense to the film, I like it just fine. Uh-oh. But he swears that Cannibal Holocaust is not as good as the Green Inferno. Whoa. And the moon goes <laughs> silent. <laughs> yeah. I haven't yeah. even seen Green Inferno, but I've heard I've heard things. <laughs> I like it just fine. But Eli Roth was making an homage to those films. I think it's fine. But it's I mean Cannibal Holocaust was, you know, it is what it is. I mean, Cannibal Holocaust. Like, oh, God. Like, it's hard to put anything in Holocaust, though. Like, oh, my God. It's so tough. Because, like, like put, putting any movie of any genre against Cannibal Holocaust just feels wrong. Because, like, <laughs> like Cannibal Holocaust is a fucking masterpiece. It really but, is. Yeah. I don't know. I agree. But uh, thank you, Shock and Schlock, for the question. Thank Next you. up, we have somebody named Box Creep Films. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Who asks, on a level one to ten, how pumped are you guys on life? Pumped on, like, pumped to do this episode. I was very pumped to do this episode. Pumped on life, though? Ooh. Mm. Four out of ten. <laughs> but <Red> heart. <laughs> <laughs> I got a new movie coming out, and you're at a four out of ten. <laughs> That's the four. That's, the four. <laughs> That's where the four is coming from. If it wasn't for that, man, it'd be way down there. <laughs> what is it? Zero. <laughs> I'm sitting like pretty steady at like a 12 right now. I'm on the coolest podcast in the world, so. Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't know what to show me something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were on Stick on Cinema 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up is Taken by Madness. Well, What's damn. Up? It's good to be... Who's uh, just started a podcast with sick fucking art by Silas? Dude, <laughs> that fucking artwork is insane. And mu- and music by... Uh, Help me, John. Is it Dash, Dash Red, Red Boy? Boy? Yes, Dash Red Boy. Dash Red Boy. Dash Red Boy. I don't know why we say like that. <laughs> it makes me think of Alex Wright for some reason from fucking WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Dude. Well, damn, it's good to be back asking questions. It's been a minute, as I've been busy trying to make it work. Anyways, if pigs could fly, do you think they would be too dominant? Would Oh, hell, I can't read. If pigs could fly, do you think they would be able to dominate the sky, or would it be raining pig guts from the sky? Pretty fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, either way, we win, right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> e- e- either way, there's bacon. <laughs> I just thought about the Pink Floyd animals, blind pigs. I'd say they'd probably be be pig guts. Think so? What's going to take them out in the sky? Bro, what's going to take them out? People with fucking guns. Oh, well, that's a good point. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't think about it. I was thinking about other animals. I'm like, oh, well, fucking shoot the pig. If they There's get too food. close to the sun, do they come down as, like, pork chops? Ooh. <laughs> hey. <laughs> like Icarus deposits too close to the sun. <laughs> Icarus was just a pig this whole time? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck that yeah, song. I'm gonna go with, time, like... Angus. Oh. Oh, fucking Angus the, uh, the... Uh, fuck! It's Angus the fucking something. I've never heard of Angus the fucking something. Gotta be Angus the prize winning hog or something? Like yeah, that. that's it. Yeah, Angus the prize winning hog. That's all Fox. <laughs> don't you don't you go, uh. <laughs> you motherfucker. I'm gonna go with no pig guts raining, but I'm gonna go with it fly too close to the sun and it starts raining bacon. That'd be sick. I'll be so into that. Sign <laughs> me up for that, dude. There's a town that's raining bacon. I'm going. It's true. And, like, all the other, like, great food that comes from pigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love how you put that, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like, what, what all that other, other wonderful meat? meat. <laughs> all that wonderful meat. I make a really, really full pork roast, though. Ooh. I can't mm. cook, so. That John can cook you a, a, a fucking mad, mad-ass fucking cup of ramen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Best wrong you ever had in your goddamn life that ain't all made. <laughs> he can boil that fucking water. Woo! <laughs> but uh, thank you, Taken by Madness, for the question. Go check out his podcast, of course. Yes, absolutely. Next up is Vomitectomy. <laughs> hey, guys. I was wondering, what is your favorite gore splatter movie? Also, what is the goriest film you've ever seen? Thank you so much for being awesome. I feel like we've been talking about Brian Pollen so much, but it's like, again, <laughs> bone sickness I gotta throw in there. Bro, these fucking, the questions this week have been fucking crazy. Yeah, they're fire. They're firing all cylinders. Except, except, for, except for Silas, who came to fucking class <laughs> with fucking <laughs> Cinema Gore, Dora, and Valentine. Mmm, stinky. I love Silas. <laughs> I do too. Goriest mm. film ever. I mean, some of the stuff I think of, like I mentioned earlier, was like Das Brutal Duel or whatever yeah. it's called. I always get the order of those words wrong. I know. <laughs> I think you but, nailed it though. Yeah, I think I think that's all right. We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that one's pretty insane because I mean, people just get like a paper cut and bleed out in that movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can drown like an army of camels with the amount of blood they used in that. So I probably. I probably put my money on that, but there's a ton. Like, there's so many movies that I I love films that try to go work. They set out to make the most violent movie ever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. If the movie's not good, it's gonna be fun. Yep. True. And every time a movie's done it, like Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead. Yeah. That's great. They kind of attempted that with that movie, and it's just like it's a blast. Oh yeah. So I love that kind of stuff. So hard to say the most gratuitous violent movie but there's so many i mean you mentioned dead alive that's up there oh yeah um adam chaplin's adam chaplin anything by uh necrostorm yeah necrostorm storm turns up the the heat for sure they're supposed to be releasing tater city 2 tater burger Theater burger well, takes place inside the restaurant. So I do wish they didn't dub their movies. I wish it was like in the native tongue. Native tongue. I do you put that. I wish that their credits weren't fifteen minutes long. That's true too. 
they had the slowest title crawl I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, our movies are an hour long. Where it's like 45 minutes and 15 minutes of like three names going up. But, <laughs> That's but I love what Necrostorm's doing. I don't mean to knock them. I really like their stuff. The, the fucking evil, like the end of Evil Dead Trap 2 is ridiculous. That is true, yeah. Oh my god. Like anyone who, like, cause I'm pretty sure both are on Shudder. Mm-hmm. So, like, can you imagine just like, oh, what's this? And watching it and fucking, like, seeing that as the end? <laughs> well, first off, you're going to be real confused already. <laughs> because yeah. the movie's confusing as fuck. I love that movie, and I still don't know what's happening in it most of the time. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I... Mark- oh, sorry. No, those movies are a lot of fun. Um, but they're a little confusing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking of Japan, you got to shout out shit like Ichi the Killer. Oh, yeah. Um, Machine Girl. Oh. Tokyo Gore Police. You yeah, know, that shit. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Tokyo Gore Police has got some of the most, like, like I mean, not as much as, of course, Dead Alive, but it's got some, like, the most amount of blood I've ever seen on camera. Like, it's literally hitting the fucking, like, <laughs> literally hitting the camera. It's like, Jesus. Spring um, Control. I know as far as my films go, I think this next film I'm doing is my most violent film yet. So for me, oh, the most violent Wall Street Films production is coming out. So oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I would say a, a man melting in the first one's pretty violent, but. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, this next film I'm doing is at least as violent as that. So. Oh, shit. I, I, I can't. I do. Like, honestly, like, I cannot fucking wait. To see what you got cooking up. Jesus, I can't talk. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm excited for everybody to see it. I'm pretty jazzed on this film. Um, but more, like, violent movies, though. Fucking, of course, I brought it up earlier, but Ricky O. Ricky O. Yep. Jesus, fuck. Um, like, people are getting their jaws knocked off, dude. It's like... I think... I don't know what my answer would have been back in the day, but after... Because Bone Sickness was, like, my one Brian Paul and Blind spot, really. And after after watching that oh. for the first time, that might be the goriest thing. Like that last like thirty minute stretch is insane. Like it's insane. Crazy. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. Heads yeah, get smashed in. <laughs> when that fucking dude, like that monster picked up the fucking tombstone and clobbered that dude to death. <laughs> I didn't know whether the lap scream or what. I was like, what the fuck. Jesus, movie's insane. If we were to kind of split them off into like subsections, I think the most uh, gory pseudo snuff film is probably Bouquet. Mm, yeah, Bouquet is definitely. I mean, that's just soaked red from start to finish, really. Yeah, it's just huge, just visceral human dissection. So, oh, yeah. yeah, like the Demolition Hammer song. Human dissection, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> that oh my god, that yeah, that song goes so hard. I love, I love them. Yeah. I don't know Dan Shamer, so I'm moving on. Thank you, Bob, <laughs> for the question. Damn. <laughs> Next up is Shrimp Doll. What's up? Shrimp Doll. Shrimp Doll. Shrimp Doll. Why are you doing cat dog? I don't know, man. 
<laughs> Do you guys think there's an overlap between fans of horror, extreme trash cinema, and art house? I love sleazy and freaky films as well as art ha- artsy classics, and I don't see too much of an overlap in the community. I especially like the works that blend the two, like David Lynch and Kenneth Anger's work, as well as films like Tetsuyo and the works of Gaspar Noé. I've been working my way through your catalog and have been loving every second of it. Wishing you all a good week. Well, thank you, Shrimp Doll. That's wonderful. Thank you. Don't go too far back. Yeah, you go too far back, it's real bad. Yeah, real shitty. Real shitty. <laughs> real shitty. Um, I, I do think there is a, a lot of crossover. Like, there's crossover, like, not even just within film. Like, like there's so many people in our community who are like, oh, yeah, I, I love, you know, extreme horror movies, and I also love metal music, or I also mm. or I love pro wrestling, or like, there's a lot of crossover between a lot of this shit. So I feel like there's definitely crossover between, you know, those types of movies. Yes, definitely. Um, I feel like there's a ton of crossover because fans of cinema typically don't stick with just, like, one subset of things. So, like, like I obviously didn't with kung fu movies, but, <laughs> but, but you guys clearly did. You know what I mean? So there's a ton of that. Like, I think my buddy Jonathan Doe is making some pretty art housey kind of stuff. Like, Defilement of a Porcelain Doll I thought was pretty artsy. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I feel like people like Jörg Bucherite with Schramm and yep. Necromantic and stuff, those are definitely kind of art house films. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, it may not, like, you know, some of the people who like extreme horror or whatever may not sit down and watch, like, a Fellini film. Yeah, but they're gonna watch like Gaspar Noé. They're gonna watch uh, fucking um, Takashi Miike. Takashi Miike, Pasolini. You know, especially Solo. Yeah, which I would consider an art house film. It's a crossover of all of those. I would say, <laughs> maybe not classy Waters but... movies. Oh, yeah, for John, John Waters. Waters. Yeah, oh yeah, my god, absolutely, yeah. I mean, like you look at the Criterion Collection; it's filled with like some pretty like extreme shit. Yeah. Sweet movie, my god! <laughs> I was going to get arrested while watching that fucking movie. Yeah, Jesus, forgotten. Oh, I love forgotten. Forgotten, definitely. Shoot, this for Valentine's movies. Yeah, yeah I mean, sure. definitely. I mean, like that influence, that art house influence is like in extreme. Like as much as we don't like the man, but Mario Dora, you know, yeah. yeah, I would consider his movies art house. Shit, the art house. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd say like all, there's always a crossover point with whether it be a director or just a movie that like leads people over into other sections of cinema in, in general. Like, it's like I definitely think like me and John, and I I, I don't want to speak for Stephen, but like we definitely. Pri- uh, uh, fuck. We primarily stick with like horror movies, but we primarily fuck. We primarily fuck. <laughs> Incest is the best, as they say, right? <laughs> God damn. Oh. Trying to get canceled one on one here. <laughs> Welcome to Sick Hunt Cinema, where like for some reason everybody's morality goes out the window. <laughs> like, man, my career hasn't even started yet. Like, what, what are we doing? <laughs> Oh god, we haven't even gotten to the movies yet, Jesus. Well, welcome to Sigon Sin. <laughs> That's for true. <laughs> the question answers two hours, the movies are like, yeah, thirty, you know. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah, we watched or whatever. <laughs> uh, we could almost be a fucking question answer podcast at this point, Jesus. 
Um, yeah, I, I definitely think there's a, a crossover points though. But and I, yeah, Jim Van Bender. Yeah, oh yeah, we did a whole like Art House horror episode. Well, there you have it. Yeah, so. Matt looks distraught that I said that. I don't. I just fucking I stare, staring off into the distance. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I do that from time to time. I apologize. Thanks, <laughs> You're good. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, Shrimp Doll, for the question. We appreciate it. Again, don't go for, too far back. Especially, really, really avoid the Takashi Miike episode. I don't know why my favorite director of all time uh, read the worst episode of all time, but it sure did. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget when we finished that episode. Me and you You're both like, like fuck. that sucks. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's done. Fuck. <laughs> oh, God, you guys. <laughs> Next up is Jacob Peach. Ah. Hello, fellow Tennesseans. So sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, I'm and like y'all, I'm very glad to be part of this forward-thinking and not racist state. <laughs> don't get me started on how great the education system is. Bro, look, I don't even like, I don't want to get started on it either. But, bro, <laughs> the way they taught, like, fucking racism in school was like... Like, slavery was a thing. Bartlett was a game came, and it was all over. <laughs> That's the way they teach it. I mean, it really is. It's horrific. Don't even start on evolution now. Whew. Well, they, my science teacher wouldn't teach it. <laughs> he was like, we ain't teaching that. I was like, what the fuck do you mean you're not teaching it? It's like right. a lot of topics, though. Like you, like here, uh, like you talked about Genghis Khan earlier. Like I would have loved to have learned about Genghis Khan, but we didn't do that either. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyways, where was I on this? Oh, but in all seriousness, first time asking a question. I haven't been able to think of anything up to this point, but it seems like something has finally fallen into my lap. I don't know if y'all have heard about the old boy showing coming to some theaters, but my first time viewing it will be in the cinema. Bro, I saw it was in Matt's top four on Letterboxd, and I know yes. a lot of people love it, and it would be really dope to hear y'all speak about it for a couple of minutes after I watch it for the first time. Also, what's the bleakest film in your collection? Sorry for the long one. Take care. So just thoughts on Old Boy. It's a Dude. fucking masterpiece. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it, I mean, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, so, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard for me not to like go like talk too much about it so i'll, I'll keep it at that it's one of my favorite movies of all time yeah yeah old boy's great i've been hearing about that it's gonna do like a limited run showing kind of a deal i want to go see that yeah so. <laughs> yeah i mean you're talking about like bleakest films old boy is up there <laughs> oh that yeah. ending is tragic to say the least without spoiling Jesus. anything but yeah yeah just be ready for that yeah <laughs> Blinkus movie in your collection, though. Oh, my God. Something like Combat Shock or something? Yeah, Combat yeah. Shock is a definitely up there. Threads? Threads. Yeah, oh, yeah. Threads. Th Threads is so bleak. <laughs> Threads, like, every time I talk about it, I get, like, Vietnam flashbacks about watching it for the first time. <laughs> Bro, like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was paranoid for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What about Morris County? You guys ever seen Morris County? Oh my god, County! That's a that's a heartbreaking movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The whole thing is just so drab, you know. Yeah, it's 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 devastating. One that I don't think people would like kind of consider because there is like moments of like kind of fun and levity in it, but like especially like when you add the ending into it is uh, kids. 
Oh my god. Wait, people don't think that's disturbing? No, no, no they do, but like, I'm saying, like, like, there's moments like the, the swimming scene where they're all just kind of having fun. It's like, that's not necessarily bleak. They're having a great time. However, there's a looming dread over the entire movie because you know when they I, don't. <laughs> all I think of is the ending. <laughs> like, I, I, like, of course I remember they, they swim, but when I hear the, the movie, about the movie Kids, I think about the ending of that movie. Mm. And it haunts me. <laughs> God. What about the movie Found? Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, good, a good one. That's a really good one. Yeah, the kids just laying there, like, "Well, this is my life now." <laughs> yeah, that's it's so bleak. Yeah, yeah, that's a great ending. It's like I'm trying to say anything but martyrs, but martyrs. Yeah, <laughs> martyrs Mart- is great. It's. I was yeah. so late to the party on Martyrs too. Like, oh my mm. god! I just watched Martyrs like last year or something for the first time. I mean, I'm not too far off from that. <laughs> it took me an eternity to see it. It's so good. Yeah, um, it's a good movie. Expertly, like, really technically well made film. It, I have an answer, and I, I haven't even watched the movie yet, though. It's Vortex. Oh, I haven't watched it yet either. But I know what nope. it's about, and yeah. There's no way it's timers. <laughs> I've got and movies. And it's Gaspar with, Noe, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got movies with real dead bodies scattered throughout. I already know that movie's going to break my fucking heart. Gaspar. Um, shout Jeez. out my favorite director, Takashi Miike. Graveyard of Honor. Mm. It might be his bleakest movie. I can't say it's his most disturbing movie, but like, there's just a sense of like doom that loams over that movie that's fantastic. It's a remake. I, it's a great remake. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I need to watch both the original and remake. Yeah. Some piece of shit, but... Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, looking up at my collection, trying to make little things, and then there's, like, big ones, like a Serbian film. Yeah. It's got a really bleak ending, or, like, uh, oh. Life and Death of a Porno Gang. Oh, oh my God. I love yeah. that movie, dude. <laughs> it's so good. You know what's so weird about those two films is they're so similar and they came out like the same year. Yep. Like they're both same about ex- so crazy. <laughs> so crazy. Like they're both about ex porn guys who end up getting mixed up in like snuff tape things. And then there's like kids and animals involved, all sorts of crazy stuff like that. They all commit suicide at the end. They kill the director. I'm like, what the heck is the same movie? <laughs> yeah. But it, they're both great. I like them both. I know what John's answer should be it's fucking a woman in a box. That's a pretty bleak movie. Oh my god! And I was watching like I decided to, I was like I'm gonna watch this and it's gonna be you know nasty and sleazy. It is fucking oh my god! Oh. What is Sorry. it? Sorry. Uh, just in general, and it's not necessarily like the subject matter of the films, but like this director's tone is just bleak. It's a uh, Hisayasu Sato stuff. Yeah, I've been on a huge kick. Love minus zero equals infinity. Oh, uh, that fucking... movie. Brain sex, horse woman dog, <laughs> or or poaching by the water is the safe name for that one. <laughs> yeah, you've been talking up his stuff a little bit. I need to get into his stuff, dude. It's so like good. considering he's making essentially pornography. Uh, he makes like the most artful, depressing porn you'll ever see. <laughs> yeah, but it's wonderful. Like it's amazing. Love Mona Zero is so sad. I love that fucking movie so much. It's yeah, it's so good though. It's so sad. 
like I was talking to my uh, my tattoo artist recently about like stuff I wanted to because like, after I finished my Halloween sleeve, I'm gonna start on my movie sleeve. And mm-hmm. immediately, the first two things I thought of for some reason were uh, Lady Snowblood and Love Minus Zero equals Infinity. Oh, <laughs> Uh, you didn't tell me about the Love yeah. Minus Zero. <laughs> the, um, the, sun, the girl with the sunglasses. Oh, yeah, that's sick. That's one of those where you, if anybody recognizes it, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, uh, I will give a shout-out to Writhing Tongue. Oh, fuck me. That, like, movie about, about made me, it made me cry. I mean, if we're talking about crying, crying's a little different than bleak because, like, I well, it is bleak though, man. I bawled my fucking eyes out at where the when the wind blows, but <laughs> you could choose that though. Like, or like, what's that movie? Is it like Dear Zachary? Oh my fuck yeah! Oh my oh. Jesus Christ! Cried like a baby. <laughs> Nom flashbacks, dude. That was that was an impactful. Movie. I got chills just thinking about that movie. Oh my god. It is like I love that movie, but it is like the most like manipulative documentary oh. ever made because like it purposely yeah. does that to you, you know? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a like, cheap shot, kind of, but oh my god, did it work? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, that's what, a movie I'll probably never rewatch because I just can't go through it again. I watched it twice. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I actually kind of wanted to watch it again just because I wanted to see how the how I was strung along, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't oh my. Think about it. Yeah, I was like really just pulled along for the ride in that one. Yeah. But uh, uh thank yeah. you, box creep, or not box creep. That's you, buddy, Jacob <laughs> Peach. <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Jacob Peach, for the question. Uh, last but certainly not least, and uh, Stephen, you're gonna have to help me with this name. Oh God. Uh. The question is, mean, I'm, I'm sorry. no, no, you'll know who it is. I'm gonna let you, you say mean, the first oh name. I know I can't. The question is not a question, but just wanted to say that I think Box Creep's film is really hot. You didn't have to read that one, I didn't. <laughs> but that was sweet of you to do. That was my lovely girlfriend Michelle. Her last name is Von Mastic. Yeah, I was gonna butcher that, so I just let the reins go to you on that one. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure I, I butchered it too, <laughs> but I tried. Your last name is Dutch. My last name is Russian, so we we struggle. <laughs> um, well, that's very sweet. Stephen uh, here is a, Stephen here is an absolutely handsome man. <laughs> I I'm a man. Well, I'll put it I'll put it that way. <laughs> I'm just a man. <laughs> just a man. I, is fun. I just think about the the Faith No More song. Second video was that. That's the performance with the fucking microphone. In his yeah, mouth. that's what I think about when I think about that song. Is <laughs> yeah, that performance with the fucking microphone in his mouth trying to climb just the climbing brain. the fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like fucking like eyes bulging out of his head. <laughs> yeah, Mike Patton, man, he's a character. Oh, I love Mike Patton. He's a psychopath. But unless I miss something, boys, I believe we've done it. How long? How long has this been going on for? Let's see here. <laughs> uh... Jesus. <laughs> oh wait, no, I did miss one. Oh. Oh God. Back in. Back in. Oh. oh, oh. Brady Hanson seven. <laughs> John forgot one. What up, fellers? Would it be worth it to nail? <laughs> Maybe I should have found this one. <laughs> Would it be worth it to nail Miss Elizabeth in her prom if you had to listen to Macho Man stand in the corner and critique your performance the whole time while simultaneously yelling at slash crying over his limp coke dick for not working? 
Also, you have to go line for line with him and pill for pill with her afterwards until morning. You guys are fucking awesome. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have found that question. <laughs> now, what made you top this? <laughs> you top, not, not only did you, you send this to us, you, you ain't going hard enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't going. You gotta go deeper. <laughs> you gotta go way deeper. Yeah. Well, considering this is a simple yes or no question at the heart of what all that nonsense, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. It's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there ain't no way you can go line for line and peel by peel with those two. You're dead. Oh, especially in the prom. God damn. Dude, Dude. all I, I even said earlier, all I drink is water. <laughs> I would just Lucky die man. looking at the stuff. <laughs> it's even just like a, just a fucking corpse, just like. You're like, good God, what did he do? He just looked in the room. <laughs> he just walked in. Macho man, the corner. Oh, that's a nice cock you got there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Put it in her. Yeah. Oh, dig it. <laughs> God, no. Oh, oh. On that note, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> I laughed so hard my fucking back popped. <laughs> we'll take a short break. There's a cat screaming at me. I got to give her some treats. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, when we come back, we're talking SOV Sleaze. Yes. The Gore Trilogy. So we'll be right back here on Sick on Cinema. Cinema. I think I can just stop recording. <laughs> yeah. The following feature is one of the most violent films ever made. There are at least two dozen scenes of barbaric torture and sadistic cruelty graphically shown. If the presentation of disgusting and repulsive subject matter upsets you, please do not view this film. Make them die, slowly. The most violent film ever made. If the cops don't nail them, the syndicate will. Make them die, slowly. Make them die, slowly. Barbaric, primitive. For what they've done, make them die slowly. And decapitation, the main course. Make them die slowly. Make them die slowly. And we're back here on uh, Sick on Cinema to talk about you know i did think it was kind of funny when we when i finally watched these movies that for something that's called the gore trilogy <laughs> there's not a ton of gore in these movies <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's there but it's uh you know it's few and far between like we'll get into it but like uh, the, the third one is the one that has the most gore out of the three mm-hmm. but I, I guess it's it's more based on like name alone yeah. than actual 
What's, what, what, you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Great album, by the way. Did you see that too? That weird album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, totally. Um, for something with gore in the title, I guess you'd expect like a little bit more of a splatter fest. <laughs> but if you can look past that, I think they're a good time. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And uh, there's one in particular we'll get into that uh, I have a lot of praise on to give, but uh. We didn't even discuss the order of these, but I figured we're just going to do them in chronological order. So, uh. <laughs> yes. Bring the pain. So, these are all directed by Mr. Hugh Gallagher, the lost Gallagher brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, something I will, I will smashing say. Smashing watermelons. He's like making yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> something I'll say off the bat is I totally did completely fuck myself on this episode because I don't have my notes because they're on my phone. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The first time ever, the paper has betrayed Matt. (laughs) I should have used the fucking paper. (laughs) He knew. Goddamn paper. You should have. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about it. Like, I was just like, yeah, we'll we'll record it and whatnot, and just did not even, like, think about the fact that it was on my fucking phone. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. But, uh, we're going to start this out in 1990. So even as I wrote these notes, I got till just right now, I didn't realize that these were all 90s, not in the 80s. <laughs> but, you know, this is Dude, gore. You guys wrote notes? I came to the classroom unprepared today. <laughs> if you saw my notes, you'd be like, those aren't actually notes. It's just like, ha, huh, funny. <laughs> God, I got a weird head. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> Dude talks funny. <laughs> it's also it's also a lot of us just writing jokes just to make ourselves laugh. <laughs> yeah, but uh, this is Gorgasm, <laughs> which is a great title, by the way. Yes, I said that all three of these got great titles. Yeah, correct. They're all great names. Yeah. So this one, uh, I didn't write down the character's name, but we have a. <laughs> We have a killer call girl, if you will. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who uh, uh, specializes in bondage and giving the men that she serves the ultimate climax. The gorgasm, if you will. And no, it's not pegging. <laughs> no, she's <laughs> not. Why'd you go to pegging immediately? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> Oh fuck! So yes, she is a serial killer who is killing these men, but they seemingly want it. Or they want the ultimate climax. Uh, a down on his luck detective, which is a theme in two of these movies. Yes, <laughs> who is like yeah. stuck on this desk job, uh, finally gets the gig to go and investigate just because someone ain't there, and uh, he's on her trail. And eventually, they'll have the showdown. I mean, it's basically the plot of Gorgas. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, this so, one uh, isn't like really a super elaborate story by any stretch of the imagination. Th- no, um, it's it's definitely um, it's it's definitely a story you see a lot in shot on video. Yeah, that's actually what I was gonna say. Is like, like it falls that f- detective where ninety percent of the movie is like a, pol- a police procedural kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like I don't know which movie started it but i always go to like 555 yeah <laughs> and i swear to god there's a scene in this where they're like in the office and i was like 
Is that the fucking officer? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the shot enough. at? It's Actually. not green enough. <laughs> Somebody check the trivia in IMDb. We got to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that, like, it was a small little thing, but in that same shot, it was like a dolly shot. Like, it kind of moved a little bit. And I wasn't like, wow, look at that. Look at these guys go. <laughs> It's funny because in that film they really did attempt some pretty elaborate, Mm -hmm. I think, camera movements. Like there was a garage door opening and they followed it as it was moving through a garage. And I'm like, that's actually quite impressive. And then we'll cut to like a completely static, very (laughs) plain, banal (laughs) shot of nothing. A tri- the camera on the tripod filming the least erotic dance you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Oh, man. Yes. yeah, the last thing I would call that dance was erotic. <laughs> the just ultimate climax. Like... <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's, it just looked like you're at like a fucking like Baja show. <laughs> <laughs> like a goth rave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but oh, like, man. Yeah, this was... Uh, she didn't... <laughs> I mean, she looked the part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like, to address, well, she showed up to the party and went, "Well, I'm here now." <laughs> I find that most of the performances in the movie are like that. Um, the lead detective guy is actually pretty good. Like, I feel like he's giving it his all. Yeah, he actually did a pretty good job. But I think the strongest actor in the film was there for a very short time. I feel like the strongest actor in the film was the guy who ran the video store. Oh yeah. Dude. I was like, this guy's actually really good. He's like kind of leagues beyond everybody else. And he looks like the lead singer of like a Christian band from the 60s. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is that, what? He said he looks like the lead singer of a Christian band from the 60s. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> he was fucking killing me. He like, was really good. I, yeah. Um, I have never seen a store where you have to pay money to go look around. <laughs> Smart. <laughs> I love that concept though. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. And he's essentially like, it's like, well, who's selling these video? Like, what are these videotapes all about? He's like, Dude, I don't fucking know. I don't, yeah, I don't so care. annoying. Yeah, Man, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> It, it brings me back to like last uh, the, the last episode we did with fucking the guy uh, the guy in the video store and uh, Beyond the Valley of Belief. Oh yeah, he's like he either buy something or get the fuck out. I ain't got no money. Well, get the fuck out. <laughs> we I know we love everybody who likes independent cinema like this loves uh, scenes that take place in video stores. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Because it just hits, the nostalgia hits you and it takes you back. And you're like, I remember walking around looking at all those VHS, you know, boxes and everything. This is a unique oh, yeah. one, because it's a porn store. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. I guess it's like text... 50 cents. It's like 50 cents and you get to like, I don't know, put it in your memory bank? I don't know how that works. <laughs> He actually, he's not selling like a physical anything. It's just like, well, here you go. Have a look. There's actually like, like they highlight it at one point. Like, there's tapes in there that were uh, the movies made by the guy who did Spawn. Mm. Like he did these like weird like bondage movies. That like, again, like if you look online for him, you cannot fucking find them. Listen, Hugh Gallagher. <laughs> 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 yeah. And 
like I saw them. I was like, oh, I, I recognize those covers because they're on Letterbox. Because like I was going through yeah. the guy, you know, the guy's Letterbox page, and I was like, what the fuck? That's wild. Yeah, I don't really? know if those exist anymore, but yeah, adult. I mean, the last place I remember going to that sold adult films was like Fye or something. Mm, yeah. Crowdhouse. I remember <laughs> walking down the yeah. section because there was like a horror section right next to it, and there was just this old guy like looking at porn, and we both <laughs> eyes and looked at each other, and he just looked at me, shrugged, and then kept reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, there there was a guy at fucking Grindhouse that one time we went, who was just looking at every single one of the pornos there like probably looked at the covers and read the backs of every single one of them he was there the, like the entire time we were there he was in that one set <laughs> man was on mission he's like i gotta find that one chick dude <laughs> i gotta find it i'm looking for the ultimate climax <laughs> One of the aspects of this movie that I really liked is uh, the fact that the main detective is like so offended by every damn thing. <laughs> like he's mortified that this world exists at all, and he keeps yeah. saying it. He's like, "This is disgusting. How can anyone <laughs> enjoy this?" Yeah. yeah, his reaction's a little over the top. Yeah, <laughs> um, over the top is his reaction at the very end, man. Oh I'm God, gonna, we'll get. To I don't want to spoil it, but he does straight hit the hoo ha ha ha. <laughs> oh fuck it's so funny that you can have someone in this movie who's like you know very over the top and like bombastic and like going for it and then you have the sergeant who could be fucked <laughs> in every scene it's oh incredible. my god uh, where they found somebody who could act so poorly I'll never understand <laughs> it's insane and she's like always like slightly looking off at the camera, clearly reading her lines. <laughs> oh, they didn't try to pretend to hide it either. They're just like, yeah, go ahead and read this. <laughs> There's a couple of like like slightly botched lines that they kept in. Oh, they were just like, that was the best take. Fuck it. We're moving on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. We got whatever. <laughs> They're like, shoot, we're out of tape. We just gotta use it, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta film the fucking uh, garage door decapitation. We got time for this. <laughs> Her and the guy who runs the adult magazine are like, oh, two of the highlights of the fucking movie for me personally, just because of how insanely bad they are. Oh my god, man okay. looks like the guy who stole Woody in Toy Story Two. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought he, he looked like his hands down the whole time he talked his hands are by his knees like hey what's it going <laughs> <laughs> you, you know for as bad as their performances were you just don't forget them that's the thing it's yeah. true it's like yeah. it's funny because it's like I try, I try not to spoil how I feel about the next movies and stuff like that but like going from this to Gorotica was such a shock <laughs> Because I'm like, man, this movie's like, it's really fun. I like it. I enjoyed my time with it. It's so SOV. It hurts. It's great. And then I watch Gorotic. I'm like, that was fucking good. <laughs> like, yeah. That was just really fucking good. And I had to like go back and like retroactively bump my score for Gorgasm <laughs> down. Because I'm like, they can't be on the same, like, in the yeah. same plane as each other. It can't be. 
<laughs> oh no uh, way! Yeah, the evolution is actually quite insane. It is. Yeah, oh I'm my god! Like, I'm still fucking laughing about it. I'm still laughing. The guy is so woody. He does. Oh god! I was gonna like I had a, like a whole thing where he looked like fucking Phil Prince, but no, he don't look like Phil Prince, bro. <laughs> 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 but like the, the gore set pieces in this though they're not they're you know there's not a ton of gore but like the kill set pieces are actually pretty good yeah they did like like the garage door decapitation though i don't think makes a lot of fucking sense <laughs> still enjoy it <laughs> yeah it made absolutely no sense in the world at all but <laughs> but it was kind of cool and i'd like the ambitious thought behind all the movements in the camera mm-hmm. and I feel like he was really trying to like up his production value in that scene. He's like, we can make this worth a darn right here. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like the use of like shadows and stuff was really good in that scene as well. Like yes. I, that's the highlight of the movie for sure. Other than the ending and the boo ha ha. I actually really enjoy for me. There's like scenes where she's standing on top of a guy, like cutting him like this. And there's just some guy behind the camera with like squirt guns spraying. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I can get behind that. <laughs> does the angle make sense? Nah, but does it matter? Nah. nah. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, yeah. also the fucking weed whacker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, someone does not know how weed whacker works. <laughs> I don't like again. So anyone can correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if you can physically kill someone with a weed whacker. I mean, you can get the blades. Like, there's like blades you can buy. Oh well, yeah. But this didn't. But it looked like a string. A string. <laughs> I've I've walked into the weed whacker cord before. Ooh. It just hurts. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it hurts like a mother. Yeah, it hurts like a son of a gun. But I mean. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just don't. I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would do that. But I love. I love that though. You know, um, there was a lot of good attention to detail, like with the magazine and stuff like that. Like oh, it yeah. easily could have been like just a single like page, but it clearly looked like they actually made this like, or at least put their fake ad in this magazine, which I appreciate it because it's like you know, like when you're adding that little bit of extra time, it makes it feel a little more real. You know, it makes the world seem realer. And also, when the detective is reading it and fucking laughs for real, he totally, oh, yeah. he totally laughs for real in that scene. <laughs> like, I don't remember what it said, but he's just like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's one of those props that you see in a movie, and you go, that would actually be really cool to have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, when they had a scene where they had boxes of them made, and I was like, I bet they gave these to friends and family who helped make this project. Oh, that's yeah. Sick. It's like, yeah, like, like, like just floating around somewhere and someone would pay a pretty penny for that. That's pretty cool. It's like, you know, like the stuff cups, which I have a stuff cup. <laughs> That's <laughs> a over there somewhere. stuff cup, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> there was nine million stuff cups in that movie. Yeah. You know, so, it'd be cool if there was something like that, like where you could get your hands on one because I would love it. <laughs> I'd put it up. Or like a Viper sticker from. Uh, oh, Street yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, um, like just a like a screen used bottle. From mm-hmm. fucking uh, Street Trash. Man. Mm-hmm. That makes me want to rewatch it. Great movie. Uh, so, so good. I'm curious if you know any of like, the backstory of this and why the SRS DVD has like new music and shit in it. 
Oh, the the like banging track. I'm your sex toy. Well, I don't know if that's new. But, like <laughs> the, the sync score is definitely like does not match the movie. Uh, I'm your sex toy is something though. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I've been walking around for days like I'm your sex toy. Like okay, <laughs> like my poor brain, dude. <laughs> uh, that scene goes on for so long too. So long, man. Oh, it, oh. Those guys hit like three choruses. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not good choruses. No, <laughs> no, God, no. And then the song they play at the end is like, I don't know. I felt like it was super loud. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're good now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even like, bring up the fact that like right before like she kills him and she's doing her little sexy dance. Like every every guy makes the exact same thing. We're like, hmm. <laughs> face like. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like every kill is like that. Oh, like maybe well, I've never been here before. <laughs> Whoa! Like I, I assume maybe the original versions had like copyrighted music. I don't know. Maybe? See, I feel like the sex toy one was in the oh, that original. was yeah that was definitely from but like that synth stuff that just doesn't fit the movie at all <laughs> yeah i've wondered about that for a lot of shot on video stuff because a lot of the um shoot i've even seen stuff where like dialogue is punched in and stuff after the fact yeah it's like jeez you must have not been able to hear a thing that was going on which we'll get yeah. into that with one of the later ones yeah. oh seeing becomes an issue <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i know exactly black, what you're Just black screens <laughs> fucking grim yeah you can only do so much i guess like when your screen is black how do you restore that <laughs> yeah right? <Like>, there's <laughs> nothing but like fuzz what do you do <laughs> yeah you're i like, don't oh, know I'm just touch this up it's like no you're not actually it's just gonna be the way it is <laughs> yeah forever you bump the contrast and like the brightness up and it just turns the whole screen white <laughs> no detail it's like <laughs> it's like oh fuck <laughs> But uh, anything else you want to say about Gorgasm before we move on? Gorgasm is fun. About. Yeah, it is really fun. One thing I'll say is, Ron Bonk, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking get music. Bonk, baby. The, yeah, get bonked. This motherfucker, I swear to God. He fucking, he had the music like so loud at points, too. And I'm just like, like you, you brought it up earlier. You're just like, oh, fuck. Oh yeah, like, it's like a jump scare almost. Like, ah, where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, especially like where it's like shot on video, so it's like the lot of the dialogue is like, <laughs> it's like, wow, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, <laughs> you gotta like... keep your uh, sorry, you gotta keep your finger on that like volume button. It's just like up, down, up, and down. You're like, damn, oh my you're gonna be freaking jacked by the end of this. You're just like pumping it up, pumping it down. Yeah. When you said Ron Bonk, you son of a bitch, I thought you were talking about the 900 trailers before the movie. Oh, well, well, that too. <laughs> oh, that's kind of an issue with all three of these releases. It's like, oh, I, SRS, I like trailers just fine, but do I like 30 minutes of trailers? That's a good question. <laughs> I didn't come here for a compilation, Ron. <laughs> like, you would, the trailer would have ended, and I'm like, all right, and then I would start, I'm like, oh my god, no! <laughs> Yeah, and they're all the real? same trailers. They're all the same trailers. Dude, they are! On all the three of them! Oh, I was sweating it because I remembered that about this. I'm like, SRS is notorious for loading the front end with, you know, trailers, which is fine. But it, you've seen them a thousand times already. 
well, I couldn't find my remote, and I can't skip it. Oh, <laughs> shit. oh no. So I just let it run, oh, like, when eight, and then came back. <laughs> when, you buy an, when you buy an SRS DVD, you get the movie and a 40-second Street Forever <laughs> trailer compilation. <laughs> but it's the same one. Two, yeah, it's the same one, but, you know. <laughs> you need volume one, one 100 times. <laughs> Dude, some would say it's a selling point. Who knows? <laughs> if I like, there's even trailers for these on here. Yeah, there are. <laughs> it's like, bro, I'm trying to watch it. Just like, I bought it. It's here in my hand. Just <laughs> like, well, fucking edge have my face. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, yeah. fuck. It's either that or seeing the short films of Donald Farmer. Like, I'm like, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't ever want to see the short films of Donald Farmer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Like MK level ultras, ultra levels of like uh, like mind control. It's like watch <laughs> yeah. our films, watch our films. Like damn, I need house shark. <laughs> <laughs> I got, all of a sudden, I kind of want house. <laughs> Said no one ever. That's beside the point. <laughs> Said no, besides Her- Herschel. Herschel, God bless her. Maybe Herschel. that's what happened. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. anything. Anything else on Gorgasm? Or have we covered Gorgasm? No, fun little movie. I recommend watching it at least once. It is kind of like where I was like, we're talking about Gorgasm. Like, yeah, it is fun, but let's get to the let's get to the good <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not the strongest of the three. But uh, we move on to 1993's Gorotica. Which again, like I said, coming out of Gorgasm, I was like, that was really fun. I enjoyed that. And then I was like about halfway through Gorotica, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta go to Letterboxd and bump my score down for Gorgasm because this is a different <laughs> level of good. Like this is yeah. something different. <laughs> like even from like the title screen. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much work whoa, whoa. so much work put into that alone. <laughs> that turned to Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know. Like I was just like, whoa, there's, there's so much like put into just the title sequence alone. I was like, oh, this is you know, this is definitely a change of pace. And then the tone is completely fucking different. <laughs> I will say it does start with a chick jerking off to uh, real gorge clips, which is a bit, bit of a startling beginning. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. they didn't. I feel like it, it's a weird movie that get, really gets often overlooked, and it's one of my favorites. Really, it's pretty perverse, and it's. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty shocking little film, really. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. Dave Jackson from um, Show Me Something Wrong, and he directed Cat Sick Blues on his Letterbox reviewed this, and he just—I think he described it perfectly. It's like it's an artless necromantic, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that kind of sums it up. <laughs> you know, I don't want to say artless, but I get where he's coming from. <laughs> like. It's a trashy, sleazy movie that, like, I don't know. We didn't talk about the plot. I'll get into the plot, and then we'll get into it. Yeah. So, basically, you got <laughs> Neil and Max are a couple of wannabe criminals who are going on a jewel heist. They set off the uh, the burglar alarm. Max, in his infinite wisdom, decides, like, well, we only want this one diamond, really. So, if we just throw the other ones away, and I swallow this one, we can get away bro, with it. Because... Bro pulled some Bugs Bunny shit and swallowed this, though. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I will say the size of that diamond, I was like, that's a bit of a leap. <laughs> my man just went gold. <laughs> like, he's like a fucking SpongeBob or some shit. However, they're caught in the middle of it by a cop. They get in a shootout, and Max gets shot. Thus, the diamond that they need is inside of a dead man. Which kudos to this guy for, oh. like, 
being like the star of the movie that does nothing. <laughs> but that's amazing. And he does it well. Well, I noted yeah. that actually. It was like his like corpse acting is great. <laughs> yeah, it's super like pretty realistic. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so like you mentioned you're gonna shoot a movie with all your buddies and you're like, can you like be like still and never ever ever move? You yeah, never like, you never move and you just go with whatever we're doing to you. He's like, Yeah. It's like you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be raped by a woman, a man and a woman during this and or they're gonna shave your head and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Here's that's your a lot of, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay, we'll get of, into that. I got a yeah. question about that once we get into it, but <laughs> so Eventually, Max and uh, Neil, though I guess Max is dead as fuck, so it doesn't really matter what he's doing. But <laughs> He's dead as fuck now. Dead they meet shit. up with Tara. <laughs> it's Weekend and Birds. <laughs> I love Weekend and Birds. <laughs> they meet up with Tara at this... I keep saying they, but he's dead, so it'd just be... <laughs> it'd just be Neil. But I can't have Neil and his dead-ass friend. <laughs> meet up with Tara. Who happens to be a rampant necrophiliac. And she's all excited about the prospect of having a fresh corpse. Grim. But but also, she sells corpses to Blake, who is a man with AIDS, who likes to have sex with real people, but can't have sex with real people because he has AIDS. So she sells him corpses to fuck. And essentially, it's the misadventures of this group of deviants. (laughs) Jeez. like, Like, just break that down. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what? That's like the greatest movie plotline you've ever heard in your yeah, life. Like, crazy to me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I knew, like, from the get the go, I was like, damn, they're showing like some real court, like real dead bodies and shit like that. And she's like jerking off. That's pretty fucked up. And it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And like I said, I immediately went to Letterboxd. Like, oh, Gorgasm's got to go down a half star. I can't fucking. <laughs> like, this is too good. <laughs> but let's clarify, not. A half a star. No, 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 no. The plot for Gorotica is just completely bonkers. Like, yeah. Um, even in Gore War Two, they did a pretty good job, I think, on the story. But Gorotica, when I first watched it, it was the first of the three I had seen because I wasn't really familiar with them. And I watched it and immediately turned it off, and I went, "Why does no one talk about this movie?" Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, absolutely. Literally selling your your <laughs> diamond heist dead friend to a gay dude with AIDS so that he can get some while you're palling around with a necrophiliac. Like, it's the most insane story. And it doesn't feel like it's just there for the sake of being there. Like, the story makes a ton of sense to have all of these elements in it. Yeah. And... <clears throat> John, John brought up how Dave Jackson said it was an artless necromantic. I'd say it's necromantic on mass. <laughs> yeah, essentially. it's like white trash necromantic in a way. It's sort of, yeah. Oh but my like, gosh. It's not white trash because like, one of the things I love about this fucking movie is the very punk rock feel of it. Oh, yeah. I yep. fucking adore it. Like Immediately it gave me like feelings of like Marcus Coast rot, yep. but way more fucked up. <laughs> So, <laughs> just fucking yeah. crank the fucked up meter to a hundred. Fucking like from the nineties ass spinning skull on the credits, like to like the outfits and like everything. I'm like, fuck, this is like a really DIY punk movie, and I fucking adore that style. <laughs> I want to know how they did the skull thing. They literally just like tied it on a string and wound it up and then pulled the string. <laughs> wow. 
that's it, fucking, that's it, crazy. I can't believe it looks as good as it does. It's actually pretty amazing. It, it is, is, yeah. Yeah, like looks, I could just watch that on loop forever. I really could. And well, the end of the SRS fucking DVD, you pretty much can. Pop <laughs> <laughs> that in. Now Gallagher, rumor has it that Gallagher watched Necromantic and was not really a fan. He apparently watched Necromantic and went, "That's what all the fuss was about." And he said, "I can make a better Necrophiliac movie." And this is what came out of it. Now, I personally love both. Yeah. Yeah. So I like this world that I get to live in where I don't have a stake in it. I can just enjoy both films equally. I was going to say, like, you know, like, to compare it to Necromantic, I mean, it is fair because it is a Necrophilic, but they really are completely different movies. I think it's closer to Necromantic 2 in concept. Yeah, somewhat. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's fair to say, I guess, a little bit. Um, but they are totally different animals. Like the storylines are completely different, and the relationship with the dead people to the living is completely different too. Yeah, where like, um, oh, what's what's the what's the girl's name again, John? Tara. Ta- like Tara, like uses uses him as a fucking like like a play like a like a fucking plaything, mm. and just like. Like yeah, like I, this is my sex toy now, and I'm just gonna pass it on to someone else. Um, that, that, that was a human being. I'm your old sex toy. Oh, no, <laughs> you said it, dude. Oh no, <laughs> not that. That song's gonna it's haunt like, me. I've never seen a movie where the tagline like perfectly sums up like not just like what the movie's about, but the tone of it, where it's. Neil needs him, Blake wants him, and Tara has him. Too bad he's not alive to enjoy the uh, the all the attention. It sums the movie up perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually really does. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Like it's like it is like a pitch, 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 pitch black dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are scenes that have me busting up laughing. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like shootout thing in the alleyway. Oh, with oh, just yeah. random like CIA agents or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's it's fantastic. It's SOV gold. Like that's the stuff that SOV dreams are made of. <laughs> it really yes. is. And it's like I love I do like watching the fact that I watch Gorgasm and it back to back because like they kind of represent two different stylings of SOV. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, you had the kind of that like mid to late eighties, early nineties SOV stuff, which was a little more slasher based, a little more you know, they that they, they always had the police procedural in it. You always had a detective looking at you, LAA's jabber. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, the, they're all new look like, movie. Yeah, the, the, a lot of times those... Oh, sorry, oh, Matt. Go sorry. ahead. What I was gonna say is like a lot of those are like really, like really fun and goofy. Yeah, so then, bad they're good. Yeah, the mid to like late nineties SOV is a different beast entirely. They became more transgressive, and the storylines became more interesting and more like it just came about with like these guys, like these like guys like Scooter McRae and Eric Stanzi, who were like Hugh Gallagher even, who were like, "Here's the movie I want to make. I'm just so happy I'm making it on video. That has no yeah. bearing on anything. I'm still trying to make the best movie I possibly can." That's why things like this are such a big influence on me, because Mm. I have a large budget by any means, but I do want to tell really ambitious uh, stories that really push and pull people different directions. And um, The more advanced storytelling techniques you can fit into your little film, the more impressive the narrative becomes. Yep, absolutely. When you got different characters with different motives and different kinds of things like that, like Gorgasm had 
basically a detective who was looking for a lady, you know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> characters who have different ambitions. Yep. And they all kind of need each other to get where they need to go and it all comes to a head in the climax. I think it's honestly brilliantly done. Yeah. Yeah. The ending of this is also really dark. Oh, it's fucked. Like the like, Indian, like in the hotel room, I was like and like to not like do it really like super corny like I don't want to spoil, but like to not do it like super corny, but like to just let it go to black. I was yeah. like, damn, that was good. Like, I was like, that was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like, the climax leading to that is like, it's so fucked. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like, again, oh, it just wasn't like a movie that was like, you know, if it was a movie that was like widely talked about, I would just, I would, you know, just go ahead and say it. But, dude... The fact that this isn't well more well known is insane. Like me and John didn't know what the fuck this was until fucking Steven brought it up to us. So like I'd heard of the Gore trilogy, but like just because of the names, Gorgasm, Gorotica, Gorehor, they're mm-hmm. catchy names. I'd heard them, but I never really like sought them out or anything like that. Um, but yeah, Gorotica like genuinely is sitting pretty high as one of my favorite SOVs I've ever seen. Yeah. And I've, it, the acting is great. The story is great. The sound is great. It's shot pretty well, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects look really pretty good for what they are. And yeah. like, I really don't have any complaints about it. Like, if somebody watched oh. it, if that was a stupid movie. I would be kind of confused. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it's generally like a really, really good movie. Like, and you know, you're talking about like ways the movie kind of like influenced you with like the characters and stuff like that. Makes all sense in the world because like. All the characters are interesting and likable, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. And I, that's the same vibe I got from Vapor Green when I watched it. The reason I took to that movie so much was because like, oh, this guy and that guy and this guy, you know, like the, the lead. The same in, thing for yeah, erotica. I appreciate yeah. that. Thank you. Yeah. The lead in Vapor Green reminds me so much as uh, like reminds me so much of as Festus felt for fucking uh, killing spree. Killing spree. <laughs> like. <laughs> Just the, just the way like he would like enunciate shit and like the way he would just like like scream out these lines like it's just like oh you ass ass or like like something like that <laughs> it's just, I don't know it, it just brought me back I was like oh yeah yeah I fucking uh, yeah I, I love I, I love it I love those movies so much so thank you guys you guys are really sweet to me thanks and also the dialogue in this movie is good too yeah. Like, I used it as the intro this week, but the whole, like, you know, death's a funny thing, but nobody's laughing. Fucking great. Yeah. I love the part right after uh, Max gets shot and they're driving to the road and they're talking about being in a band. And oh, Neil's like, how are you supposed to play drums? You got a bullet in you. <laughs> yeah. Like, great. Funny enough, that seems kind of like, it's almost kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit. In a, in a weird way. It is kind of funny, but I'm, it's one of those where you're not sure if you should laugh or cry. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a guy who doesn't know how to like emotionally connect with somebody trying to emotionally connect with a dead person. So like the only thing he knows to do is like, well, why are we supposed to be in a band now? You know, like when he's really wanting to say is like, oh, fuck, my friend's dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and we all know people like that who are emotionally kind of stunted and they can't get it out. Yeah. They, people who are like that need a, a person to kind of pull those feelings out of them. Yeah, absolutely. I feel I feel like, and he's that kind of character who just represses them quite a bit, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, 
I, I will say I'm going to ruin this movie for John real fast. Oh, God, okay. Because uh, this movie has production assistant Donald Farmer. God damn it. <laughs> well, this is going in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't drag you. Through. No, no. The trash with that cool cover art. That's true. <laughs> the cover art for these is like fucking crazy. And he it's didn't direct actually, it, so. Yeah. It's one of my favorite cover arts, actually, of like all time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like it looks like a metal album cover. Yeah, the, all three of them do. Like they all look fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I was like really surprised by this one. Like I, I, mean, I expected to like all of them all because like you know you see the ratings and they get pretty positive reviews, you know, and stuff like that on like Letterboxd. Not anything that has like IMDb where like normal people will get to watch it and shit like that, you know. Yeah. But like people who like this stuff, you know, I've always heard they, you know. But I genuinely didn't think this was going to be, like, coming out of, like, oh, right, that's up there with, like, Shattered Dead and fucking Savage Harvest is, like, one of my favorite SOVs of all time. But it sure is. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I put this up there. I think it's every bit as good as, like, The Burning Moon or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those yep. are completely different films. Like, they're not remotely close at all. But of that same caliber of enjoyment I get out of The Burning Moon, I get out of Garabka. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I fucking love this movie. And uh, in the Halloween season, I probably will re- revisit it. That's great. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it so much. I'm glad it turned you guys on to a cool movie. Yeah. Yeah, like, again, like, I know John had heard of these, but, like, I had never, I'd never heard of them. So, this is, like, going into these was pretty blonde for me, honestly. <laughs> now, if you watched Orgasm first, you were probably like, oh, God, I gotta watch that. <laughs> So no, what, no, no. I was just like, oh, we're in for some SOV goodness. And then what I got was like a could be a new favorite movie of mine, you know, like Yeah. <laughs> a movie to obsess over a bit. Like a movie that like I was like so into and like so passionate about it. I was looking at Letterboxd to wait to see what Matt rated it. Cause like God, I hope he rates it the same as I do. I really don't want to get in a fight with him, but if he rates it low, I'm gonna have to come after him. <laughs> <laughs> you should know better than that by now. Well, I didn't know. I mean, like, I thought it was amazing, but... Like, I'm just in there watching... Oh, sorry. That's cool. I've, I've shown the movie to a couple people, and they've all come out going, why have I never heard this of this? So I'm glad you guys are the same way, because it's great. Yeah, like... Like, I'm just in there watching, like, the tone immediately is so... Like, it's so different from Gorgasm. Like, Gorgasm is, is, like... Yeah. Like it does, like like I, I feel like you know you you two really put it together. It does feel like the turning point of shot on video, mm. like from Gorgasm, like being like oh more inclined with like fa 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 or something like that. Yeah. Whereas, uh, Garotica is way more close to like Shattered Dead, Raw, and Sinestre or something like that. Yeah, where it's like we're gonna have some pretty like dark subject matter and we're going to go out and make the best fucking movie we can yeah kind of like uh what was the movie we argued about bloodletting was it bloodletting but i I need to rewatch that one i was in a shit mood and i watched those (laughs) yeah i can't bad episode that can affect your outcome on a movie too like if you sit down with the wrong mindset you're just like nope didn't work and then you come back and you're like whoa this was great yeah, I've done, I've done that. <laughs> you could you could ask John. I've done that way too many fucking times. Where I'm just like, oh, I didn't like that. And you go back and watch it, and be like, yeah, that, that was really good. But it's like I almost feel like watching Gorgasm first was the best way to do it because my like I again I like Gorgasm. I think Gorgasm is a really fun SOV movie. But like that's where my expectations were with was that like 
oh, you know, it's goofy, the acting shit, you know. And then, like, once the Gorotica got going, I was just like, like, the more it kept going, I was like, damn, this is, this is good. This is, okay. Oh, fuck, this is just, this is really good, you know? Like, yeah. And then the ending uh, happened, uh, I was like, <laughs> I know. After that ending, I mean, you got endings like Combat Shock's ending, you know, or Eraserhead or something, and then you have, like, Gorotica's ending. And I think they're all in there in kind of the same, you know. I mean, when he's, I, mean, I don't want to spoil it, really. But as you start seeing that final scene play out, you're just like, wow. Like, I just got this maniacal grin on my face, and I'm like, they're really going here. And they and, executed yeah. it so well for no money, you know? Yeah, because they could have blowed it. Like, I was waiting, I was like, ooh, how are they going to fuck this up? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. where's the shitty superimposed shit going to come in? Mm-hmm. But just to hit that, you know, a simple line, which then ain't a spoiler, where, where he's just like, good, me too. And then he, and it happens, and it cuts to black, and I was like, "That's what I fucking love." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love these moments that lead me to that ooh feeling, you know, or I'm like, "That's it, he got it," you know? <laughs> yeah, your heart just sinks. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it, it's <laughs> and borderline it's like, ta- like not to compare Gorotic at the taxi driver, but <laughs> 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 that <laughs> moment is little like that because like he starts shaving his head, you know, and it's like he's the preparation you know like kind of thing i don't know i thought it was fucking brilliant (laughs) my mind was going to taxi driver too the whole time yeah yeah definitely yeah uh yeah garotica absolutely fucking it goes hard it goes hard hard as fuck use a term we use a lot garotica fucks (laughs) yeah absolutely it garotica fucks corpses it does that's for big truth yeah <laughs> so, moving on from Gorotic as much as I don't want to because I love that movie. But <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, also, I'll, I'll say thank you for fucking introducing us to these, man. Like, thank you guys for watching them. I appreciate you guys having me on to talk about them. I'm, I'm super stoked. You guys really enjoyed it. Yeah, because like I had these, like I bought them at Grindhouse, hmm. same day by the way, which was impressed. He just like, oh. Oh, <laughs> I was actually like, I've been wanting like, cause like you brought them up the when we did the interview with you. So I was like, they're in my head, and I found Gorgasm. I was like, oh, I bet they got Gorotica. So I went on the website, I was looking, I was like, oh, they got a copy of Gorotica. So I started just looking, found it. And I was like, well, then I gotta get Gorhor, and I started looking for Gorhor. Like, <laughs> it, it was it was wild. I wasn't paying Ron Bonks like seventy dollars for that box set either. I was getting the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good call. Good call, for sure. Like, I the, love the, erotica, but not that. <laughs> the, the fucking Blu-ray itself is like 40. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's... Ooh. Yeah, like... like the, Blu- the DVDs were like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a steal, really, though. 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And in fact, you, got all, you picked up all three. It, just like that is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, like, we do give SRS a lot of shit. And I think sometimes very justly. But they I, do I, release, a lot of it was, I, I do feel like a lot of it's tongue in cheek to be fair. It is, but like a lot of their modern out put I don't love. No. Um mm-hmm. but like they have put out shit like Gorotica, like fucking um what's that Polonia Brothers movie? Uh Hallucinations. Oh Hallucinations. Oh um, you know, they've put out really a uh, howl from beyond the fog. You know, yeah, shit like that. So it's like I do think they're a good company. Ultimately, I just think they have they have issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of missteps for sure. But like I like I heard some things about people getting copies that were just like burned copies because they ran out or something, mm. stuff like that. And I'm going, that's kind of a bummer. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's like I remember like when they were Sub Rosa. 
not SRS, but like Sub Rosa, and they release shit like Ice from the Sun by Eric Stanzi and Scrapbook mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like, it was weird to see them like transition over to like this like something shark. Yeah. And we feel Karen, you know, and I'm like, what the fuck has happened to this company? <laughs> or like those killer toilet movies or whatever. Those were. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember, uh, you know, I think there's just a lot more of that kind of content out there. It makes for a little bit more of a stable uh, business model, I think, because they can just pop out stuff like that quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, like, a lot of that stuff's going to get a lot of attention, too, especially when they put them, like, on Tubi and stuff like that. Oh, it's yeah, like, sure. And they use, like, a lot of, like, buzzwords that are, like, popular in, like, the zeitgeist. Which of, I will like, say, 99.9% of SRS's catalog is on Tubi, but not the gore films. Yeah. I was Ooh. like, what? What the hell? Yeah, like, um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> real smoke. passionate about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm upset. Um, the, <laughs> but yeah, like I was looking at, it, I was like, oh yeah, this is probably on Tubi. And like, I was like, what the fuck? Why are they not on Tubi? Everything the else Polonia is. Brothers are on Tubi. Fucking hallucinations is on Tubi. <laughs> yeah, that's where I watched it the first time. In the, in though I had the disc, and I guess you forgot I did. Yeah, you yeah. <laughs> know. <laughs> But, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of mind-boggling, honestly. You know, I, I haven't watched a single film on Tubi. I have. I'm so late to the party. I'm so old school, but I just usually buy just DVDs. It's usually just how I see everything. But Tubi, I hear stories like, about things like Last House on Dead End Street and stuff being yeah. on Tubi, and I'm like, wow, they don't pull any punches over there. Okay. Yeah, like that's the kind of stuff that's really good. Like Tubi's really good for is to, like kind of watching these like really fucking obscure, where it's like you either bought the bullet and pay an expensive price, or you can watch it on Tubi to see if you like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. That's my collection's getting like that too. It's like I have a lot of the stuff that I really want to see, and the things I don't are just the prices are just astronomical. So I can't, you know. It's like oh cool, do I want to watch that for a hundred bucks? It's like probably won't even like the movie that much. You know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like God, God love vinegar syndrome. So, oh boy! Sometimes they will like drop you a shit covered in cardboard and call it. They'll a day. shine that turd up, make it look nice. <laughs> <laughs> They'll yeah, give, put it right in your hands for <laughs> about thirty dollars. So you know that's like, cool when that happens like once a blue moon, but then after you're kind of like, okay, well I paid good money for this, like kind of want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I've gotten pretty selective with which I, what I buy from Vinegar Syndrome, and I find that when you do it like that, you actually get a lot of good movies. <laughs> you know, oh yeah. I agree. When I was just buying anything and everything they were putting out, I was running into some like, "Ooh, that was pretty bad." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> there's a couple of titles in their Savage catalog. Harbor. Oh my fuck, <laughs> Frank Stallone and Cameron Mitchell's boy. I can't remember what the fuck his name is. <laughs> Talking about goddamn avocados for an hour and a half. <laughs> it's not my idea of a good time. He was on fucking avocados for an hour and a half. Like that whole line, the Vinegar Syndrome Archive line. Like I got the first two and they were so goddamn bad. I was like, Mm-mm. I'm up here with you before I buy another one of these. <laughs> Dude, never again unless someone tells me it's good. The the, the only. The only two times I ever got the like got those like like right off the bat was Fortress of America because it's trauma and um, the Ted Bundy movie because I've heard of a lot of things about it too. So 
That's only two times I ever went to that line. I was like, nah. <laughs> they have some good titles in that line. But man, yeah. they also have a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. You gotta tread lightly sometimes. I'm finding that with Wild Eye a little bit too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get Catsick Blues. Oh, Catsick Blues is amazing, yeah. You guys yeah. were talking about Dave Jackson earlier. The guy's amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. For every Catsick Blues, though, you get a fucking, I don't even know. Oh, they, some... they put out some movie called Gorgasm, and it's not this. I saw that, yeah. Have you guys seen it with the cover? No, but I saw the cover. <laughs> yeah, like, what's that about? <laughs> it's about some guy with a wiener on his face and killing people. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> well, uh, it's bad. It's, it's not great. But I respect uh, what they tried. You know? <laughs> they yeah. really tried, though. They really gave it their all in that, so. Hey, I'll give respect where where it, it, it you know. Where it deserves to be, I guess. And if I um, remember, they made a sequel to it called Gore Horror, and neither one are remotely close to these films at all. What the fuck? Which is very confusing. <laughs> yeah, right? He yelled at like, they stole my whole flow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's not stoked, actually. <laughs> like, would... How can you still... How can you have both your movies be the same title? As... Fuck it, that's how... <laughs> yeah, in the same trilogy, too. Like, they made the gore horror after they made Gorgasm, and it's a continuation of their story. What the fuck? So, That's talk so about being unpolluted. I mean, it's a little... It gets into the weeds a little bit. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's wild. Anyways, um, I guess we probably should round this bad boy out. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. marathon podcast this has been I'm sure no one's listening at this point they're going don't ever invite that Stephen guy again Jesus Christ we're gonna kill all got, of you I said you ain't got nothing this ain't even close to the spooky episode the Jeff Franco episode. episode dude it was like three hours or something like that it was long <laughs> I mean I don't know it looks like we've been cruising for a while now guys <laughs> we've talked a lot off arrow <laughs> yeah okay true good point <laughs> Oh my god! And this, this spooky episode was like my, my man dropped a whole like essay on fucking <laughs> Jess Franco <laughs> on us. And we we're like, whoa! Only spooky, am I right, dude? He like I, I I love spooky. He knows that, but but he loves Jess Franco more, and that's <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it, it, it hurts my soul a little bit, man. You know, he'll never love you the way he loves Jess Franco. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, <laughs> fast forward to 1994, one year. One year. And we got Gore Whore. This one's got a wild ass plot, too. <laughs> like, I don't even know where to begin with this. Like, how do you talk about this without, like, giving shit away? <laughs> I, that's true. I don't know. Yeah. You know, for a little... If, I feel like this movie could have been really all over the place, but I feel like they told their crazy story pretty well. They definitely reined it in a lot. Like, I was pretty... Like, that is one thing I will say that is, like, very impressed about this film, is that, like, it could have easily got off the rails to the point where it was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening anymore. But it doesn't really ever get there. Like, it all makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Something I will say, I did watch Garotica and this one back-to-back, so I like it took me a bit to get into this one because I was like, I don't know, I don't know, it, it doesn't have like all the same like like that same feel necessarily, but mm-hmm. I mean it still kind of does. But 
I was yeah. like, I don't know, I might get into it as much, but then like it, it kept going. I was like, okay, all right, <laughs> I'm with you. It would be kind of like watching the Toxic Avenger after you watched Combat Shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. A little bit. It's like they're both good, but yeah. both different tonally, and it yeah. might kind of jack with your perspective of the other. Yeah, I was like, well, it's it's a bit like it, there's a bit of, a bit of whiplash. So, uh, this one tells the story of Dawn Day, which, goddamn, <laughs> when they said, I, I didn't even hear it said first, I read it because I was on Letterboxd and I was looking at reviews and it's like Dawn Day and I was like, goddamn, what the fuck, you really gonna go there? Right. I, I thought it was Dawn Dead. <laughs> At one point they do say something about Dawn Dead, but... So there's a character named Dawn Dead? No, 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 no. It's like a pun they make uh, or something like that, yeah. Okay. So, I was about to say, I was like, there's no way. They, there's no way. <laughs> there's no the way they, they, they double down on this. Yeah. <laughs> so, Dawn Day. <laughs> Man. To our knowledge, up until the end, because uh, I don't want to spoil anything, was either being experimented on or was a, uh, a lab assistant to this guy who is creating some kind of mysterious syndrome uh, fucking serum or whatever uh, and she escapes and steals it. She's also going to killing spree because for some reason she's got to drink blood. You can guess yeah. why. <laughs> uh, the mad scientist wants her and the serum back so she hires private detective Moist Critical to uh... <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Wow. They got my boy Charlie in here. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Holy I shit. I saw him. I was, the first thing I thought of was like, shit, it looks like Charlie. <laughs> God, he does. A little uh, bit, yeah. I can see that. Who is a down on it again, down on his luck detective who's been kicked <laughs> out of the force. Um is now a private detective. And essentially he uh, is sent to find her in the serum. However, he starts to get himself into more than he bargained for. <laughs> As we have essentially the, the reanimator syndrome, except for it's, a syringe at the end of it, you got a black cock. <laughs> I was just gonna say dildo. <laughs> I mean, when you just went in. I mean, it's like it was, black dude. cock. <laughs> you know the joke about the big black dildo. That's where I it mean, was, it man. You did go in actually, so yeah. <laughs> The fuck, like I, the fucking end of this nearly killed me. <laughs> I can't like I don't want to spoil it, but fuck, that's that's horrible. <sighs> so, I definitely, I'll be honest, straight up, I didn't love this one as much as I did Gorotica. Probably not even close. I do think it's good, and I do think it's better than Gorgasm, but like, I don't know. There was just like one picture quality is way worse. <laughs> way worse <laughs> I, I do wonder why that is i think it, it's very possible that the uh the origin maybe the original tape was just not available it could or, be the source material of it for sure you know it could easily be a tape that like you know just you know wasn't very you know wasn't taken care of but that's what they had like yeah, it fades know. in from black, it was, and I'm like, did it? Was it? Like they found some VHS tapes like in the corner of the garage, and they were just like, I guess we can use them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm saying, like it started, and I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> like dude, I can't see shit. 
<laughs> it felt like watching like an early Polonia Brothers movie with the quality. <laughs> it really did. Like, like, this came way later. <laughs> yeah, to like see like him go for like gore erotic and the gore horror as far as like production and stuff goes, does feel a bit of a step down. Yeah. However, I will say this one has the most uh, effects of any of them, and the effects are actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the effects are decent, and you notice that right from the opening too. Yep. Like the the opening scene's got a pretty impressive gore scene, and it's like, yeah, they actually did a pretty good job pulling all these effects off. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be honest. Like at, at first glance, I did not realize it was a fake dick. You know. Yeah. Honestly, it looked pretty darn good. Yeah. Even when and, it's getting torn off and everything, you're like, wow, okay, this looks great. Yeah, and it's, Hugh Gallagher has a great sense of like how to set the mood for a movie because like once again we're going in this like sleazy, seedy, gross-looking bedroom with a chick dancing and the <laughs> the fucking guy was a bit much. I won't lie, where he's just <laughs> his ass is just like you know he, I, I should only pay half working out of your own house, <laughs> but I'll oh pay the full thing. I'm like God damn. <laughs> This guy. This guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy can fuck right off. <laughs> John, like, John, like, this guy's dialogue goes horrible fast forward. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'll say is like, you know, we got the detective back in the mix. It feels like a, it, this movie feels a bit like a step back from Erotica for me. I, I, I do. I think the same a little bit. Like, I definitely think it is a step back. But for me, like, the end, the ending definitely makes a lot. Of uh, you know, it's, it makes a lot of difference in this because like the ending of this is fucking crazy. It is crazy. Like there's a, a it's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that happens. Uh, but yeah, like yeah, it took me a while to like really like get into it. I was like, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't love this one. But it, it, I do really, I do really like it though. I think it is. Um, I do think it is really really good, but I do not think it's as good as Garotica either. True. I think it's a step down, which is a bit of a bummer, because when I see a director make something that I hold to such high regard as I yep. would Garotica, when they put out something that's a little bit lackluster, I kind of go, oh, I don't know. I kind of, maybe it's wrong on my end, but I feel like I kind of expect a little bit more, want a little yeah. bit more. So I know that they're capable. Yeah. So, it does feel like a little bit of a step down, but in some ways, I feel like it is at least an even playing field if I look at different little things and kind of compartmentalize them. Like, I feel like the lead actress is actually really strong. She is, yeah. I actually yeah. feel like you did a really good job, and you can tell she had a lot of fun with her character. Um, I feel like it fit her really well, and the effects were really good. So, it feels very... It is a step down, but certain aspects of it, I think, were at least on par. With, yeah. But as a whole piece, no. Not that I don't like it as much. And it's like, I, I looked her up because I was like, damn, she did a really good job. And she looked really familiar to me. Like, I was thinking she was the girl from Shattered Dead, but she isn't. In fact, this is the it. That's all she yeah. did. And I was like, damn, that kind of sucks. <laughs> I'd like to see her in another shit, you know? <laughs> well, it's like, I know the the girl from uh, Gar- Garotica was in Red Lips. But... Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. If, I don't know how much she did after, like after those two movies either. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I could have to look, but yeah, it's a it's a shame because she did a really good job, um, and it looked like she had a lot of fun doing it. And, yeah, and with how strong she was, you see how she just picked up that body, like, <laughs> like, like wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. She, I love how she just, there's this huge corpse on the ground. Tower, like, way bigger and heavier than this like, little 90 pound chick. And yeah. she picks him up with, like, her fingernails. Just like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I keep talking about the fucking ending because, like, I, I don't know, maybe it's my dark sense of humor. God, God damn it, did it make me laugh really hard. Like, once the beats start hitting, the movie picks up a lot, right? Like yeah. Once you start getting those key moments starting to build and, like, the plot starts to unveil itself more and more, you're kind of like, this is fucking crazy. You know, like, this yeah. is insane. You know, okay, I like where this is going. Uh, and the ending is great. Like, it generally, like, it has some of the best gore in the movie at the end as well. Oh, yeah. I, a cheap-looking effect that I think is done really well, though, with the severed head that I, I enjoyed. Like, even no. though it is, like... like very obviously how they did it, but it's still oh, really fun. It's very charming. I saw it, but I was like, oh, that's fantastic, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about it. Too. editing tricks and stuff, super fun. Like, you can't beat that with a stick, you know? And, yeah. And the end-to-end is, I think, really good, too, even though it's, it's pretty predictable that it's going to go there, but I like that they went there. Hmm. Even though you can barely see it because it's dark as shit. That's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little touch of reanimator is really fun. It is, yep. Yeah, and like, it is like reanimator, but somehow even crazier in concept. <laughs> yeah. Also, why does the syringe have a deal? <laughs> That's something they never explain, man. That's something they never explain. I mean,. You gotta stick it up somebody's tuchus to make it happen. But uh, <laughs> the reason why it's gotta be phallic shaped, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's beyond me. So, like, like the the intro like immediately set the tone for me for a bit because it's like here's all these like weird like pictures of like girls in like bondage like throughout yeah. like like decades and shit, and. <laughs> It's a syringe, and then it fucking comes in. I was just like, "What the fuck? What am I about to watch?" I was thrown back when the dildo showed up. Like yeah. I was taking notes. I was like, "Man, this is pretty like you know grim and gritty." Oh, is that what? <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> is that dick? It's funny to see it and think of like all the butts that thing has been inside. Yeah. Just inside like six people or something. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it definitely goes in somebody. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And the, the punk the punk band that's playing where they, oh, they're yeah. the sixth graders or something. Yeah. yeah. That, that was fun. The wigs were like, well, I was like, what the fuck? This movie's so much like goofier, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they're like, and no, I will go for it. A little bit darker, like they did with Goronica, because like the opening scene is pretty intense and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of it, it kind of devolves into this kind of goofy thing. I feel like it doesn't really know where it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tonally, you know, it's a little disjointed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sure. but it is good. I do enjoy it. Like I said, it's just like, and it's unfair because like when I like after Garotica, I'm like, well, there's one of my all time favorite SOV movies. So, Knowing th- what it is, uh, I think you froze for a second on my screen, John. Oh, yeah, have no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say it was unfair to compare uh, Garotica to Gore Horror because uh, Garotica was amazing. Like, like is like going to go up as one of my favorite SOV films. So, like, it's unfair to compare them. So, I need to go back and watch Gore Horror again, knowing what I'm getting myself. Into. Yeah, yeah. 
And like yeah, it, it did I not think... help my case either watching them back to back. Because I was like, again, like the tonal shift is so different. Because like, Garonica, while it is a dark comedy, is very fucking bleak. Mm-hmm. Gore Horse is like, it's goofy as fuck. <laughs> like, the, like, but it, like, it's interesting man. that it does not start goofy No. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I will say, like, when the detective showed up, I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not again. <laughs> you know, what's great about his character is he kind of, he, he moves the story when visually mm-hmm. they really couldn't push the story where they wanted to. He just kind of shows up and it kind of Info drops everything. He just kind of says yeah. like, "Hey, this is what I'm going to go do." Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kind of he kind of shortcuts the storytelling by just telling you what's going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like he kind of does that the whole movie. He does. He's not I, bad though. Like ultimately, I did think his character was pretty decent, and I, I thought it was kind of interesting they gave him like this like kind of sad backstory they never really like delve deep into, mm-hmm. but like little subtle hints at it. Yeah, I thought that was kind of, well. There's one point where one chick says like, you know, <laughs> you could have just moved on after she died. I was like, we didn't need the whole fucking like you didn't have to like <laughs> paint it out for us. But I didn't like her <laughs> character at all. So, <laughs> but like, um, I do feel like maybe this one was you know Gallagher's way of combining b- both uh, Gorgasm and Gorotica in a way, like their senses of humor and. You know, tones like blending them together, and like, like you know, literally a blender to see like how it would work with a different plot, of course, as those while also being kind of similar. Yep, I know. Yep. Ha ha ha! At the end, that would be orgasm. That whole take on the spin the bottle thing, I like how that was shot, though. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that was. Yeah. The fucking band was cracking me up, too, a bit. It was like, <laughs> I, it's like if I don't go first, I quit the band. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's funny, because I, I see those people, and I go, yeah, I got goofy friends like that. It's like, I could throw you guys in a wig, and we could totally do something like that. Yeah. Musicians Absolutely. Do funny stuff like that. It's like, I could totally see my buddies being weird like that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I do overall think it's. I, I think Gore um, Horror is really fun, and you know, it, it is. It is good, but it. it yeah, I, I do. I do think it is a step down. But so is it kind? Of, it sounds like it's kind of safe to say that, like across the board, our favorite from favorite to least kind of went erotica, Gore Horror, and Orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Like, that a fair yeah. assessment. So we're pretty much on the same page. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I think it's ultimately a really fun little trilogy, loosely, <laughs> of films. Yeah, uh, I think you everybody should go check out. I think I think you'll get to have a, a real a good time with them. I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> the brain stopped working. <laughs> Whatever you tried to say, I agree with. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but, I got uh, you back. I think that's gonna do it, boys. I think we've done hell it. Hell. Another yeah, episode please. of Sick on Cinema. If we didn't set a record, I'd be surprised. <laughs> passion. That's what it is. The passion. Now, maybe this is, I think this is maybe a good time to say, but I wanted to thank you guys for having me on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, really thank you for coming on, man. Please have me come back. It was a lot of fun. Um, yes. Your audience is probably tired of hearing me talk at this point, if they're still sticking around. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I kind of wanted to have a like a little special announcement i was going to announce the name of my next film coming out oh shit, oh, shit. 
I haven't announced it anywhere, so nobody except the people who worked on the production know about the name. And I also wanted to let you guys know that the day you guys post this episode, whenever that is, I'm going to release the trailer. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, damn. So, big <laughs> surprises Adam. for my friends from... Uh, well, I'm not going to say where you live, but... <laughs> I'm just you guys, like, super hard. <laughs> wait, for him to t- wait for him to heal the Tuesday. Well, the, the, the name of the film I've been working on with me and my friends for the last few months is called The Black Heart Collectors Club. Hell yeah. And the Black Heart Collectors Club is the third installment in my trilogy of colors. We had Color Space Blood Red, Favorite Green, and the Black Heart Collectors Club. And as soon as this goes live, as soon as you guys upload it, so will my trailer. Fucking awesome. That's sick. Thank you, sir, for that. I think it's the best scoop we've ever gotten. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you guys. And I don't know, some people who listen to your show liked my films. At least I'm assuming they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they thought they were terrible, cheap crap, which is fine. But uh, I put a lot of heart into this film, and it's a violent little fun movie. I think people will enjoy it. I, I know we're looking forward to it. So Absolutely. And if you're listening to us and you've not yet gone over to Box Creek Films and picked up the other two movies, then what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah how, many more, how many more times movies. we got to say this? Huh? <laughs> yeah, buy the fucking movie. <laughs> buy the sakes. fucking movies, motherfucker. Listen to cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to cocksucker. You're going to hear three knocks. <laughs> three knocks at your door. <laughs> three knocks over here. <laughs> like goddamn Passover. <laughs> <laughs> Before we wrap this up, I want to thank everybody for writing in questions. I appreciate it. And everybody for having me on the show for so talking about all these movies for so long. And I have a tendency to be a little long winded and stuff. So I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. And uh, thank you guys again for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yes, absolutely. And we're going to do it again for sure. Oh, yeah. This absolutely. won't be the last. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Steven, I'm we'll ready. be back. Bring it on. Maybe I'll have you guys on, or maybe I'll come on, maybe after my new movie gets released or something. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. But, um, I guess wrap it up the way we always do. I always have a hard time wrapping up an episode. Like, I'm like, how the fuck do I do it? <laughs> what do I say? I'm John. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Steven. <laughs> and you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film, Sick on Cinema. 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 I don't have to stop recording. Oh, fuck me. <laughs>